Today, for episode five, I had the honor and the pleasure of welcoming Vince to the Teammate Podcast. We had an engaging conversation covering a range of topics, including calisthenics, the development of healthy habits, personal insights, and how Vince initiated positive changes in his life after overcoming some adversity. We hadn't really seen each other in almost 15 years, so it was a good way to catch up, learn, and realize how time flies. This is a two-hour conversation that I think you will all enjoy. Without further ado, let's dive right into the episode. Vince, what's up, man? Thanks what's for up, coming. Joy, man? Thanks for coming. Thanks, bro. Thanks, bro. Um, Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, I'm happy. Um, I was thinking of this when I was doing my notes a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been almost 15 years since high school. Like since we Damn. we were in the same class, um, I was thinking of that. You know, like two days ago, I was like, "Oh my god, I have to tell him." Like it's almost fifteen years. I'm gonna be almost. I'm gonna be thirty next year. How old mm-hmm. do you know? Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Wait, when's your birthday? July. August. August. I just turned twenty nine. Okay. Yeah, mine's July. I knew we were close, mm-hmm. but I was thinking that the other day. I was like, "Oh my god, almost fifteen years already." It's crazy. I remember us like fooling around in English class. There was. <laughs> I just it was yesterday, bro. Wow. Crazy, eh? Fif- almost 15 years mm-hmm. isn't that crazy time flies <laughs> i was just saying so it's it's cool because um i like how things you know things always come back in a certain way or mm-hmm. people come back like you know like why you know, there's a reason we, for it all, yeah of course. and i was saying that this morning i was showering i was like holy shit like how the you know the circle comes back like 15 years i know we saw each other once mm-hmm. um yeah, I think once or, or a couple of times for those years. There, yeah, um, the, the the clubbing days, you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> when I was a designated driver. Yeah, uh, me too, all the time. Uh, <laughs> um, you don't drink much, right? Do no, no, very rare, very very rare. But uh, maybe like twice a year. Okay. Max, max. Okay. Max. Yeah. About yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Probably like Only once, zero. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if twice in the last year I drank something, yeah. but um, yeah, not into that either. Um, but yeah, crazy. 15 years. Um, and yeah, I, th- I thought of you, I thought of having you on, and I kind of said it before, like I wanted to have you on just first because I know that, you know, I, I see kind of what just how you, your routine is, how mm-hmm. you're structured, what your opinions and perspectives are on certain right, things right. and topics, um, just how your lifestyle is. So I'm like, you know, we could have a good conversation of about course. that. Uh, we have some similar things. That, yeah, a lot of know, things you could relate to. Yeah, yeah, a lot of things we could relate to. So I was like, you know, I'm going to ask him. Mm-hmm. I know it's was most likely your first one. So when you yeah. confirmed to me that, I was like, that's that's good. It's okay, man. I've got to break the glass. Jim. Break break the ice. Break, break the ice. Break the ice. <laughs> like later in the cold cold bath, we're going to have to break exactly. the ice. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so one of the main things I want to talk to you about. that I, I know never, what it is. <laughs> uh, that I never really like uh, had a conversation about with anyone right, right. or even mm-hmm. you. For people watching and or listening in your best uh, words and best form that you can um, tell people what calisthenics is uh, and you, even, even, even just for me and it doesn't need yeah, to be like course. a whole google like no, structure no, 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 thing no, 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 but just no, out of, of your your you know i'm it's asking personal you, experience yeah, like, yeah what's course. calisthenics for people because they a lot of people might have seen the word mm-hmm. a lot of people in the fitness you know space mm-hmm. or health and wellness or activity type space 
uh, heard or even saw calisthenics, but what what is it? Mm-hmm. What did, well, how would you describe that? Uh, just to begin, like a lot of people don't even know what calisthenics is. Like I tell people I do calisthenics and they look at me as if I'm an alien, man. It's crazy. Like, like, <laughs> even yeah. just the word. Too. Yeah, even just the word is like, you know, it's a flashy word too. But I mean, a lot of people don't know what it is because it's not very developed here in Canada. You know, you go to the States or you go to Europe and it's it's booming down there. Like people are doing it everywhere. People know what the moves are in calisthenics. People know really? what the sport is. Yeah. Over here in Canada, that's why... One of my goals also for this whole thing is to try to, you know, develop the sport and then have people, you know, more people doing it. Yeah. But uh, calisthenics is basically like, it, it's basically body weight exercises, you know. Like, what I do is a lot more advanced in calisthenics because I got to that point. But yeah. if somebody wants to start calisthenics, like if you just do like a push-up or a pull-up, you're literally doing calisthenics, you know. And, and, and the, be- the beauty of calisthenics is to be able to work out like anywhere you want, basically. Mm, I like that. You know, so, uh, and with, you know, minimal equipment. Now, I have a bit more equipment. You know, you got the P-bars, you got like all the little fancy things once you get more into to depth there. What's, but what's a P-bar? A P-bar is like a parallel bar, you know, uh, okay. that, um, let's say you're doing like a handstand or whatever. It's a lot more like, uh, a lot less pressure on the wrist, right? Okay. So a P-bar is pretty much the bar is like a cylinder, yeah, right? exactly, exactly. Um, what you would see gymnasts typically do. It's kind of like exactly, a U, exactly. right? Exactly, In other that's words. It, that's so why, why the P? I don't... P, all parallel bar. Parallel bar. bars, okay, exactly. that's why. Yeah, okay, yeah. so it's, it's hard, just it's a... the shape. It's yeah. a short uh, term for parallel Exa- exactly, bars. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, I do body weight exercises. Yeah. When I do it. body weight exercises, would I be able to kind of say like I'm doing calisthenics? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hundred percent. Okay. I, I like to split calisthenics into like, let's say two categories. So you got calisthenics, which is could be like I said, anything body weight um, to anything basic exercise like push ups, pull ups, dips, on all, all that. And there's other side of calisthenics, which is kind of what I do, which is more the competitive side. So on that, the other side, you got all your static moves, which are uh, let's say handstand, front levers, back levers, uh, planches, and all that. And then you got the other side that complements the static side, which is freestyle. And freestyle is all like, you know, the crazy moves you see me do on the bar and all the flips and all that. So in a competition of calisthenics, um, if you got, there's some competition that only do statics and some only do dynamics, which is just the freestyle part. Mm. But uh, but most of them are combined together. So what you can see athletes do um, most often is combining both elements so they'll do like you know a few flips on the bar and then they'll hold the static position continue doing more flips on the bar and then holding another static position and all that that's what i find like the beauty of it there it's a... yeah would you kind of say calisthenics has i guess an angle or a percentage coming from gymnastics as well of course yeah yeah and then that's like the number one asked question but yeah. But in our sport and like people that do our sport, we're trying to differentiate it in some way. You know, we're trying to like split it because it, it, it originates from gymnastics. A lot of moves come from there, but also a lot of things don't come from there. And with gymnastics is, well, you know, my girlfriend's a gymnastics coach. Yep. She's been coaching for like 12 years. So uh, gymnastics is very like a routine and kind of like, Everyone does almost the same routine, let's say in a competition. I see, yeah. And and they're judged based on that routine. In calisthenics, there's no really routine. It's more like you're you're free to do what you want. Freestyle, like you exactly said before. Freestyle. freestyle. So basically, like 
uh, that that's what I love about it is that your your style your your uh, you can put your own uniqueness to it you know so like one move doesn't have to be done a specific specific way it could literally be done like like you know tens of you know different types of ways and and still count as that move you know because you add your own style to it as a gymnastics it's it's got to be like everything's got a be set routine exactly yeah. proper like uh, you know proper moves and all but also you know gymnastics is like in the olympics and all calisthenics is like we're far from there also yeah so i mean i guess they have to have the rules we're more free with the rules because we're not that serious i guess yet of a sport right so would you say you know because now we're kind of talking about like whole gymnastics aspect but would you say calisthenics and you keep mentioning the word sport so would you kind of categorize calisthenics as I guess, and I, like I'll put it this way, more performance rather than physique development. Like if someone were to get into calisthenics, would it be more for like, let's say, I, you know, I, I'm not into fitness. Mm -hmm. I, I'm just starting out something and I, I, I fall on calisthenics. Would I start calisthenics in my mind to be like, you know, I want to get bigger. I want to get stronger. Is there that approach or it's more so the approach of like the performance aspect? Like, like, you know, if I were to compare, let's say playing hockey in my mind, I'm not going like, I'm going to get bigger legs with hockey. Mm -hmm. It's more like, you know, I'm going to play the game mm -hmm. or the sport. So is that, is it more of like performance rather than it is like an approach to develop someone's physique? If Let me, I, I can talk about myself actually, because yeah. the best example, um, so let me like i'll start the journey like how this all started that's good because i wanted to ask you how you got yeah exactly and, and then so I'll, that, I'll, cool. I'll i'll get to your Perfect. question all right let's do that so yeah. so i started working out at 23 right i'm now 29 you know so i was kind of not late into it but a lot of people started calisthenics when they were very young like i'm talking 14 15 years old you know so you started working out in a gym yeah exactly so i started working out in a gym um, at 23 with a buddy of mine that I was working with, he introduced me to the gym. He started showing me exercises and all that. And, um, basically there was one Friday night that, uh, you know, my girlfriend's a gymnastics coach. So at her gym, there was like an open gym, you know, you could just go there and jump on trampolines and have fun, you know, something yeah. like that. She wanted like a me kid. Yeah, exactly. So she wanted me to come with her. So I, I went and. And this is the time where I was, you know, working out a little bit, but, you know, I didn't go much. And basically, like, what caught my eye was there was one guy doing calisthenics on a gymnastics bar. And I just looked at him. I'm like, and my head was, I was like, mind boggled. I'm like, like what, is, what is this guy doing? I had no idea what it was. I'm like, that's so sick. What is he doing? And I literally approached him. I'm like, dude, like. You know what's up? I'm Vince. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, <laughs> literally, what, literally, are, you what yeah. are you doing? And he's like, "Oh, it's calisthenics." Blah, blah blah. He started explaining to me whatever. And I swear, man, that same night, I was on like Instagram, YouTube, like all night, and I was just looking at all this, you know, different kind of of, of videos, videos, exercise, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and I just completely like fell in love, you know. And then what happened after that is that I continued the gym. Um with my buddy of mine but then i got like uh pretty like badly injured on both shoulders yeah i was doing like an incline press you know like an incline bench press in the gym the machines and something that has a, a huge focus on shoulders and yeah exactly else. and i kind of i guess my, maybe my form wasn't the best at the time and all that so i kind of forced bad kind of like messed up both my shoulders 
Damn. So then I, I then I had to stop because I had just started calisthenics then. I just like was introduced to it, and then I basically um, had to stop for eight months. So I was literally training legs for eight months. So I couldn't do no upper body because my shoulders like everything I would do would hurt my shoulders, right? And like most movements require your shoulders. So after the eight months, I basically um, I told myself I'm like, you know. Why am I even doing weights when like I, I never enjoyed doing weights? As soon as I discovered calisthenics, I would do let's say an hour of weightlifting or you know normal gym stuff. Then I would go do an hour of calisthenics, and I would always look forward to that hour of calisthenics after the actual training. <laughs> then I'm, I was thinking, I'm like, why am I actually doing the weights? You know, again, because it, it's kind of like um, uh, not that it was forced upon me, but it was kind of like you know you you have to do the gym stuff to 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 be you know into gym stuff yeah. and i don't know i was just and, and then after the eight months i got injured i'm like um, I, I literally haven't touched a weight since like i do, do not lift weights whatsoever and now getting to your question um basically i never really focused on my physique ever so obviously at the gym i was at the time but yeah. when i started calisthenics full-time i did not focus on my physique whatsoever all I was focusing on was was getting stronger, getting certain static moves, you know, and uh, and just like leveling up in the sport. And while well, the physique just came along, because obviously, like, it takes like an enormous amount of strength yeah. and muscle to do like certain things, and you just like. And it's a physical, you know, yeah, sport. It, exactly. It's a physical um, activity. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so for sure, you're obviously your body's going to develop mm-hmm. uh, some way. Um, you, it's crazy because you look at like male gymnasts. Oh, they're <laughs> how crazy! Yeah, their their backs. Well, honestly, like my my back, like like your like, strength. That's yeah, your strength. Well, strength your, and your and, and f- yeah, exactly. Yeah, but my back, like muscles and physique, also like like you know tripled and more. You know, in like the last five years, <laughs> it's crazy because I went from wearing like a small to now like large, extra large. I, I cannot wear even mediums. Like that's so crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah, gymnasts. Man, when yeah, like Olympic are... level, like gymnasts, their mm. backs, their shoulders, their the the control that they have on like mm-hmm. you know rings or parallel bars, or other like things that I don't know the names of, but like it's crazy. It's crazy too because just speaking of like gymnasts, I remember watching a podcast. It was, uh, it was I think. I can't remember who it was. Anyways, they were speaking of a study that was like done, like a study in terms of um, they took like a range of people that played different sports and pound for pound, the person that came out on top in terms of being the best, like, uh, I guess, athlete or, or, or um, sports person mm-hmm. uh, was a gymnast. And they mm-hmm. used the example of like, if a gymnast was to do, was to play like, I don't know, 10 different sports. So like basketball, hockey, soccer, football, basketball, etc., And then right beside him was a hockey player trying out 10 different sports other than his sport of hockey. The person who came out always on top was mm-hmm. a gymnast. They, I think, have just more of um self-awareness with their physique mm-hmm. their body capable to be more stable mm-hmm. for say on, on well, also i would say like um it, it's also that you know the, the body um control and all that but it, control, it, yeah. it's also uh the discipline of the sport that i find is the number one number one thing and it mm. it, it also you know 
transitions over to calisthenics because it's crazy but but like you know people in our sport we know that we literally train like four to five years to hold a static move for like three to four seconds wow you know it's like it's crazy the amount really? of consistency in this yeah of course like you look oh at like God. you know like a planche where you're like you, you know they, they see like the planche push-up where you, you do like push-ups like like without having your legs on the floor basically or you know like uh, the gymnast on the rings they do planches basically they're like parallel to the floor yeah like an l sit type thing or uh no it? it's uh, it's from um basically your arms are like straight yeah. and, and your your you know your body's like okay so like levitating almost. okay so for just people listening and don't know i i know what you're speaking mm -hmm. of so it's pretty much like a a push-up in a handstand position, but you're parallel to the ground without your feet touching. Exactly, the floor. that's exactly right. Yeah. Okay, that's what we call the planche. You know, perfect. But like, like just that move takes like an insane amount of consistency <sighs> wow. and and strength and all that. And there's so many progressions to get to that move, and um, and that's it. Like it could it takes about four to five years of like, you know, progressive progressive uh, consistency of wow. of training to get to hold that for like three to four seconds. There, or you know, we're talking like like minutes there it's like just a couple of seconds you'll be able to hold that position wow which is like insane it's wow insane. can you do it like free with no like band or or anything uh like yeah I'll, i'm i'm kind of at that stage right wow. like it, it's it's about like um five-ish year years i've been training but also like the thing is i've gotten multiple injuries obviously along the way because you know it's, it's stuff things that happen but uh yeah I'm, I'm currently at that point right now you know where i can that's hold like, pretty much every move for like <laughs> a couple seconds. yeah exactly that's crazy exactly. it must um or i'm gonna ask you does it put a lot of like pressure on your joints such as like your wrist your elbows obviously your shoulders mm -hmm. are primarily activated and, mm -hmm. and you know they're always i guess um like stimulated yeah stimulated yeah. but it, does it put a lot of like you know, strain it on definitely, your wrist. It definitely and... does, definitely does, you know. And, and obviously certain moves more than others. Like, I would say, like, we keep talking about the planche, the planche, the planche, but the planche is, is literally, like, the most, um, how can I say, a natural movement for the body, right? right? You know, like, let's say you you, you do even, like, a, a push-up or even a handstand push-up, right? You, you got, like, that pushing motion, and, and that, like, a human is, is supposed to be able to do that, right? Like, if ever you... You're in, a, uh, you're in danger and you got to push something out of the way well you know you but the planche is really the movement where where you really like do not need that in your life kind of thing you know or the human will never do that kind of movement right i see so so you when you start training it you you have to start from zero completely and really work it up slowly because it's the most injury prone move in calisthenics right the, the planche yeah the really planche, yeah Wow! Out of all of the... out of all all the moves, right? Because the other moves are are somewhat more natural to the body. I the see. planche is very like unnatural, like yeah. you know, you're unconventional. Not, yeah, you're not a... supposed to. You, you never do that on a regular basis, right. you know. Like you know, usually you know we're we're meant to train to like do stuff, right? To lift stuff, to push things, or whatever. But we just never do that. Wow. Yeah. Um. So, would you have any advice? Because uh, obviously, you know, you started. You got introduced, I guess, to... Um, would you categorize calisthenics as fitness? Yes. Of course. Of course okay, yeah, perfect. Um, I didn't want to miss, uh, you know... I would categorize it, as fitness and also as a sport, right? Correct. I do it oh, as absolutely. a sport, yep. but you can do calisthenics as pure fitness and just, you know, yep. keep in shape. Right. Um, so what advice would you have for someone, I guess, that's looking 
to start calisthenics and that either was in the same position as you in terms of being injured mm -hmm. or doesn't have access to a gym or just doesn't even want to touch weights because they don't have that attachment like kind of you had mm -hmm. when you got introduced to that and you were just like what the hell am i doing like wasting an hour of my life exactly. every single day or five days a week or whatever it was um when i enjoy the second hour mm -hmm. of callous like of, mm -hmm. of my workout more which was calisthenics so what would i guess advice would you have and to someone looking or yeah someone looking into calisthenics would you say just you know start small with bodyweight exercises absolutely no equipment no p-bars no whatever else there mm -hmm. is bands or whatever um would you tell them to get maybe a coach right off the bat what would, would well you give? well um be, besides calisthenics i would like my my one advice i tell people you know is that um from what i learned is that fitness could be like there's a lot of things you could do in the fitness genre right so like a lot of people are prone to just like going to the gym right to be in shape but there's so many other things out there you yeah. know like oh, yeah. yes we're talking about calisthenics but like it doesn't mean people will like that either right i mean but but not everyone likes going to the gym a lot of people just dread going to the gym and they you know they so the routine of having to wake up go to the yeah gym, exactly uh, so i would tell people you know like like a lot of let's say sports out there will keep you in shape and you're gonna have a lot more fun and you're actually gonna enjoy what you're doing you know, and, and, and get in shape at the same time, you know. So that would be advice number one. But now if you're trying to start calisthenics in general, I would be like, to be honest, at the beginning, you don't necessarily need a coach, you know, because first there's, there's a lot of um, information on the internet, right? But also uh, most of everyone, you know, knows the basics of, of body weight, right? Like the push-up, the pull-up, the dip and all that. And the base is like it's, calisthenics at the beginning if you're just trying to do that as a sport the beginning tends to be very boring that's why a lot of people mm -hmm. don't you know continue continue yeah because because um you know you got to get strong in your pull-ups you got to get strong in your dips you got to get strong in your push-ups you know you got to get strong in your squats like just like basic squats and 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 that like if you get a strong base of that the rest will be so easy afterwards you know I 100% I agree with that because I tell a lot of my clients and I've told a lot of my clients through the years that, and they would kind of have the same type of, I guess, mentality approach or mental approach in terms mm -hmm. of like, oh, this is body weight. How am I supposed to develop? Mm -hmm. I always still to this day tell my clients that once you're able to quote unquote master body weight exercises, it's going to make your life a whole lot better and easier in terms of weightlifting or performance exactly. in the gym exactly. because you're going to develop just a lot of stabilizers, those small muscle mm -hmm. fibers that will transition over to when you're weightlifting especially on like those two three last reps of like maybe a compound exercise mm -hmm. um i always tell them that once you're able to master your 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 own body weight pull-ups dips uh what else push-ups in different you know positions different mm -hmm. inclines exactly. declines exactly. once you're able to master those that's the foundation of everything yeah and i t still tell everyone to this day all my clients that you know, do never let's never dismiss body weight exercises mm -hmm. and always prioritize that because it's super important. Um, whether you're weightlifting, whether you're doing anything mm -hmm. really in terms of any sport or activity, and it's been around for years. Yeah. And you and could also like do it anywhere, right? You know, you could, pretty much. I mean, 
maybe minus the pull-ups, but that is... bro, you could do them in like a plane. You could do them legit, legit everywhere, you know, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can get really good ass workouts yeah. from doing yeah, body weight yeah, exercises, yeah. which um, exactly. which is it's crazy to me too because a a lot of times, you know, people who want to just develop, let's say, their physique or you know, even like a jacked person, mm-hmm. might like oftentimes dismiss body weight exercises. And I, I, in my mind, I'm like, why? It, it's sometimes seen as like, for some people, obviously not you, but for some people, they kind of see it as like, not on the same... Um, like plain as... Yeah, plain as like a, a, a big bench press with weights right, or something, right, which right. is crazy mm-hmm. to me. Like I do body weight exercises and um, obviously I don't... Yeah, I, I just don't understand people who... Mm-hmm. Um, kind of don't respect the body weight exercises as much well you know what's crazy is that i know a lot of people like i i personally haven't really tested but i know like um high-end calisthenics athletes who've, who who let's who haven't touched a weight in years you know like a bench press let's say and then they um you could they um after like a certain amount of years of training calisthenics they go do bench press They're super strong right super strong I and think. they haven't touched a single bench press in zero. like years zero and and even to that degree, like if they're training with someone who actually is like a gym guy, mm-hmm. um, they would probably press sometimes more or exactly. rep out yeah, more exactly. reps, exactly. which is super impressive and yeah. just goes to show you like how, you know, important bodyweight exercises are and exactly. how much you could get out of it and how mm-hmm. beneficial they are. Mm-hmm. They are. Um, yeah, I want this. This was interesting and it's, it's good because uh, we're kind of speaking about this. Obviously, I see what what you post, um, but in terms of like, and this is interesting for for me a lot, just because obviously I'm in the space and, um, you know, I've dealt with a lot of people and clients and stuff. Um, Do you structure, like when you're doing, let's say, your calisthenics, okay? Are you waking up, let's say, you know, let's say you wake up tomorrow, um, and are you just like, you know, I'm doing this, 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 like, is it all structured and planned out in terms of like, quote unquote, a workout program or a calisthenics program? Is, is it like that? Or you're just like today we're, you know, or is it more like freestyle, so to speak? Is it more free balling it? Do you have actually a workout plan if that's how it's, mm-hmm. you know, labeled? well, to be honest, personally, like I, I don't really plan any workouts. I just kind of see like, um, specifically that day what uh, like how my body feels hmm. and what specific moves i'm more able to train or would be better to train that day you know well it's almost like normal gym stuff you know like i, I usually do like a pull day which is you know works pull muscles but obviously calisthenics style and then a push day and then i'll do a leg day one during the week and uh and then i'll see from there kind of thing you know sometimes sometimes i'll literally just train like one skill you know, let's say like a, the planche, for example, like mm-hmm. I'll do like a planche day and you do a bunch of variations and your, your whole workout is dedicated to that move, right? Wow. Yeah. Or also like, a, you know, a front lever. Front lever is, is kind of the opposite when you're, you're, you're parallel, but frontwards. On a pull-up bar. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, it could be also on a parallel bar. You know, okay. you're, you're kind of like uh, your, your arms are like straight down and, and your, your body is like... Okay. And for, just for the people watching and listening, I might also like include on the screen. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Just some yeah, photos, just so people yeah, yeah, can have sure, a reference sure. uh, point. Sure. Um, th- that's interesting, uh, but it's a good point that you're saying. Um, just because, like, you know, in terms of like, say, a workout program, oftentimes, like, I always say, like, if you 
fail to plan, you're planning to fail. Mm -hmm. But I do kind of agree with what you're saying in terms of you wake up and then you see like you evaluate kind of yourself exactly. mentally and physically to be mm -hmm. like, okay, what can I do today to actually, you know, make sure that my performance is a one exactly. top notch mm -hmm. and what can I not kind of do today? So I do find that important and interesting. And at the same time, like you said, like there's a lot of performance coming into play, not just like, mm -hmm. you know, Exactly, like, exactly like that so yeah. i i kind of i, I agree with that um so do you you know prior to jumping into all these planche planche exercises uh and or you know front levers or whatever you're doing on mm -hmm. that given day do you warm up prior because i'm really interesting interested to know if you do and what you do uh yeah of course warm up is uh is key there in calcium especially when you're doing like very very big days but you know the, the warm-ups will also Depending on your level, right? You know, like um, uh, for some people, I say beginners, well, they say like doing pull-ups for warm-up, like, oh, that's a little hard because mm -hmm. they're, you know, I obviously I do like, uh, you know, resistant band warm-ups and all that for the joints and all. But then I could, let's say a pull day, well, I could warm up with like, let's say pull-ups and all that. And then I'll jump into my front lever training or opposite for like the planche. You know, I'll warm up with like basic exercises and then... You know, we'll hit the planche, Go but then, it. but then, um, yeah, this brings me to another point where crazy when I started all of this, I remember seeing on, on YouTube, one guy doing a handstand push up. right? It's crazy. Cause I was looking at it. I'm like, wow. Like, like if I could do this and maybe like, I was giving myself like 20 years. Right. I was like, if I could do this in 20 years, I'll be the happiest man alive. Right. And now like to this day, like I would tell you handstand push up is like, like literally warm up. Like that would be like. You know, one of my warm ups for a push day, let's say, we're just holding handstands and then, like, you know, doing a few push ups in a handstand. And that's wow. like, you know, warm up, it, which is crazy because, like, to see at what point the, your body comes to it, it's, it's insane. And you would have thought, like, 40 year old Vince. Yeah, it exactly. Been the yeah, exactly. No, but I, I was like, I was thinking, like, that's my end goal, right? Like, I was wow. like, if I could do that eventually in my life, I'll be the happiest man ever. But, you know, you get that and, like, that's your warm up. <laughs> yeah, and now it's like the warm up after five years is just it's just insane. It blows my mind, man. That just goes to show you also how fast pro like progression could yeah. be. Yeah, exactly. Um, wow. Mm -hmm. But it's also like the consistency of it, right? Yep. So like you know, I have a lot of people that that tell me like, oh, how long does it take? It's it all depends how how much effort and you know and discipline discipline you put into it, right? You know, like yep. it, it could take. You know, even even my progress, like I had no coach, I had no no one really guiding me. You know, I had I was training with some friends, but we we're all like at the same beginner level, and um, we all, all we all kind of leveled up at, at the same time, but mm. with no guidance, right? So, like I would tell you, like my progress in five years, I could I can somebody could have the same progress in maybe three, right? Because if if I coach them, right? Because I, I would know what to do and what not to do. Because mm. I I went I've been through it all. And, Trial and error and all that, you know. Trial and error is huge. Yeah. Trial right. and error is huge. Um, and th that's a good thing, too, to kind of have a coach eventually mm -hmm. is for that structure, to have that guidance, to have that third person overlooking what you're doing. Exactly. And, uh, you know, obviously, you could, it could probably save two out of two years, you know, mm -hmm. on your progression. Of course, of course. Speed up your progression. 
Um, in addition to calisthenics and body weight exercises and, and workouts, do you do any other form of like physical activity and or other type of workouts such as, you know, maybe running sprints, uh, yoga? Is there anything else? Um, uh, well, I, I love like high intensity stuff, but obviously like, like I said, they could fall into calisthenics, mm. you know, more or less. But yeah. uh, to be honest, no, there's nothing really else that uh, that I do. Like other than Cali, in a sense there. Yeah. Like I've tried a few things, right? Like uh, yoga and stuff, but nothing more than than that. Yeah. Um, calisthenics, and like I said this earlier too, um, talking about like gym gymnasts, mm -hmm. um, a lot of it, you have to have a lot of self awareness in terms of like you know your body, the mind to muscle connection. Exactly. What do you see with just your years of experience and what you're doing now in your sport in terms of like what what else do people get out of calisthenics if it's not physical is there anything that you know that comes to your mind to be like something maybe improved probably on the mental side mm -hmm. more so the, the mental side is there anything that comes to mind when you know well uh, like i said earlier you know it's it's a very disciplined sport so you can take the discipline with you anywhere afterwards. That's what's crazy, you know, because mm. if, if you want to have a certain skill in calisthenics, you have to be very disciplined and consistent with it. Well, if you're able to develop that that discipline and consistency, well, you can take that anywhere else afterwards in your life, you know, any any other aspect of your life. So that's what it kind of brought me since I've started. And also, it helped my confidence, right? You know, like after high school, like, you know, it kind of developed this other person that I am today, Hmm. and and it just helped me like it, it was it was the start of my growth i would say you know like it really helped me grow as a person and and start developing all these you know different kinds of tools you know, tools and mental skills also how so like in terms of like when you say my confidence is it because you were like you know looking in the mirror and you saw that you know body change and you were like oh shit it, it, it wasn't it wasn't really the physique i would i would say it was more like like i really never thought that i could get to this point if that makes sense really yeah i really wow. like like I, I don't know why but i would see like calisthenics as like 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 these people are like not human like they're, what they're doing is crazy and like i'm never i'll never be able to do that but once you start seeing like small small progressions small as, wins small wins exactly as the years go by and you're like wow like okay like like and then you, you watch old videos of yourself doing like some things you're like well is that me you know five and, years just five yeah, years just ago. five years ago you know and and also you know five years is a long time but it's also not we're talking about the 15 years 15 year gap before and it's only five years i'm actually doing calisthenics like consistently you know and like who knows what the next five years is gonna bring? It's gonna like oh, gonna be crazy. Especially if you you remain consistent mm -hmm. and always have like the progression approach to everything. Like you'll gain a lot of progress, and your consistency and everything will just even build of course, more. Of um, that momentum is gonna grow bigger. Um, did you ever hear of the guys Bar Stars? Yeah, of course, of okay. course. Yeah, the, I, I, I've, I've seen them like years and mm. years ago. These jacked, like, yeah, you know, black guys just like on the bars and stuff. I was like, oh yeah. my god, that's so impressive. I know a lot of it was like, you know, more so the image of like the, the their physique, but mm -hmm. I was just like, man, like superhuman. Kind yeah, of. Exactly. like you were saying, like, yeah. they're but not they, they, human, the bar stars like, is like very old, old school stuff. You know, yeah, they're very impressive still, but it's very like old school. Like they won't do like the freestyle like flips on the bar and stuff. 
but um, but the, the, they're the ones who kind of started all this movement, right? You know. Hmm. Yeah, I remember watching them on YouTube. I was so yeah, fascinated. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh my god, just all <laughs> yeah. like body weight, and they were doing like the front levers exactly. and stuff. I was like, wow, that's impressive. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I agree. It's less like um, the whole performance gymnast. Mm -hmm. aspect to it the mm -hmm. freestyle yeah it was more like you know um getting the community healthier in a sense you know like bringing just people to a random park at the park yeah, at the yeah park. everyone's just training together you know and 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 that's what I, that's the one thing that i i i want to say and i love about cali is the community like the the trainings with people you know like um especially the freestyle part on the bar and stuff it's it's very hard to do that like solo you know if you just get on a bar and you see you want to start doing these crazy flips and all like it's really, really hard. You need to be like very strong mentally, and you have the willpower to do it. But when you're surrounded by by like positive and motivating people, and everyone's cheering you on, and like go, 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 and then you know you're just like sending like moves left and right, and, and progressing every week, and it's it's just insane feeling, you know. Wow, that must be a good feeling. It is, it's amazing. Like being man. in front of like a because I've seen like videos and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like I even saw. I think you had like a competition. Yeah. I think. Exactly. Was it? You could correct me if I'm wrong. Was it in California or something? New York, New York. New York, yeah. okay. It was actually uh, a month and a half ago. It wasn't that, that far along. Yeah, I saw it. You won, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it was, it was a, a... A competition. One yeah, versus a, one other. versus one battle, yeah. right? And uh, yeah, I, I won that battle. <laughs> it, it was actually like um, the time I think I, I would say I stepped out of my comfort zone the most because I competed here in Canada, Montreal mainly, but I never stepped outside to compete. Which for you was that uncomfortability because yeah. it was an um, unknown zone. Exactly, people, unknown zone. The people, I, I knew a lot of the people there, but it was still like very uncomfortable, like, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, Something new. Setting, yeah, exactly. Something yeah, new. Yeah. How was that experience? Like going there, just it, stepping out of your Yeah, it was amazing. I, I'll be honest, I was very nervous. Like my girlfriend was like, you know, trying to calm me down. I was very nervous the night before, the day of and all that. But I, I know myself well and I, I, I handle pressure very well, especially okay. like, like the moment of. So like... I could be nervous, let's say, until the moment that they say, like, go, it's it's, it's your turn, it's your round. And as soon as my, my hands touch the bar, it's as if, like, it's it's a weird feeling. It's as if, like, like there's nobody in the room and the room turns, like, like I'm in, like, a white room alone oh with the bar. So, like, and I perform really well in competition because, like, the stress turns into, like, a performance. A performance, um, exactly, you know. Uh, like, I, I, could, I could do a whole bunch of trainings and, like, not catch a move let's say on the bar and then i go to competition and like i'll make sure like i'll catch that move it's weird but it's it's i just react very well under pressure that's a common trait with a lot of like top level athletes mm -hmm. it's that they perform in other words under the the bright lights you know exactly. when it's the when it's showtime when it's that um you know, when they're in that fight that championship fight i'm referring to like you know mma and stuff yeah exactly like when you're under that it's it's a good pressure from from my perspective. It's like that good pressure that mm -hmm. you want, that good um, adrenaline. Yeah, that good adrenaline that kind of benefits your performance mm -hmm. to to be like you know I'm either taking a risk or this is where I perform, and it's kind of cool too. At the same time that like you said, like when you touch the bar, like it's your world. Yeah, you know you're yeah, in your your, exactly. your 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 comfort zone, your world. Like mm -hmm. I'm gonna like kick ass in a way. This is my thing. Exactly. I find that so cool and it's fun too that you were able to go from being introduced to you know the gym re, you know realizing that you didn't really like doing that mm -hmm. you didn't really see the benefit in terms of you know just physically mentally and like the flow of 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 having that routine to then you know transitioning into calisthenics going into a sport mm -hmm. um 
I, I like that. I, I always find that really cool when someone's, someone is able to find something that they really connect to, that exactly. they enjoy, that, you know, just drives their whole day, that they drives their whole routine, their week. Like, you know, you wake up and that's all you think about in a way. Um, exactly. <laughs> and I, I like that. That's that's the mm-hmm. best thing. And I, I wish a lot of people were to, you know, be able to find something that they they really attach to because not everyone has that thing not Mm -hmm. everyone you know people are stuck in in something that they don't even enjoy on a Mm day-to-day so it's cool to just hear that um because i'm just like getting a bit like goosebumpy just hearing that or getting that visual in my mind of you being there being out of your comfort zone being a bit nervous in the stomach yeah yeah um you know and then just making that trip to the bar Mm -hmm. and then touching and be like yeah it's showtime and then you when know? you when you like you know you, you you perform well and then you actually win like i, I the, the aftermath is is a crazy oh. feeling you feel like the relief but also like like yeah th- this is this is what you do all of this for this is why you train every day this is why you're consistent every day this is why you know you, this is it like, this is it exactly like this is it so how many competitions like how does that work how does do you do a certain number of competitions per year do you constant consistently look and scout different uh, competitions that are being held somewhere it, it, it all depends you know because like i said calisthenics is not like very developed right now yeah so competitions are kind of like scattered a bit left and right and 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 certain people organizes competitions you know but it's not like every year a specific date is competition you know it could be like a random like i just did one actually two weekends ago but it was a, a static only competition you know and I, I was actually versus one of my good friends hmm. uh that does calisthenics and we've been doing it about the same same time and he, he had one it was a 1v1 battle but just static though there was no freestyle moves so it was basically like Holding uh, positions. Holding positions, yeah. You know, so that it de- depends how even the judging could be different by competition. So we judge by like the form, like how clean is your form, uh, how much you hold the position, the transitions between the difficulty of the move and all that. And um and that that's pretty much it. So the competitions are not like set in stone. All of them could be different with different rules, different, you know, judges and criteria. Criteria is exactly yeah. So um, is there one on the horizon now that you're looking at or nothing? Uh, there's actually one in November in New York again. I could participate, but I'm, I'm going to, you know, keep it off because I have a little like injury now on my uh, rear delta. So okay. kind of waiting for that to heal. and Then, yeah, then, then we'll see afterwards. That's yeah. good. Yeah. How many competitions have you done in the last like five years? Uh, let me see. I can't remember exactly. I think it was about five. Okay. About five. But I only started in the last like two years, right? Because yeah. I mean, the first two years was just kind of building the base of it. Then actually, uh, now I'm actually able to perform at a competition level, let's say. And win. And win. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, there was a competition at uh, the Pro Gym in Montreal. Uh, what was it? Two years ago? Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually made it to the finals. It was like, uh, wow. I, I think like 12 people. And I made it top four, but like, I was really happy. Like that, that was that was crazy. Like uh, that was a crazy milestone for me because I, I performed extremely well in that competition, like for myself, and I made it to the finals. And and the wow. finalists were like, were, were were like crazy good there. I would say so. I was really happy with that one. That was like my my milestone that really wow. like, motivated me and p- pushed me even further. Like and just imagine now, like a couple of years later, how much progress you've made on certain exercises exactly. and everything. Exactly. Imagine going back, yeah. uh, rewinding the time exactly. with what you have now. That, that that's that's crazy. Um, 
What are certain myths about calisthenics that you've maybe come across, like whether it was on social media or people? Was there is there certain things out there that people might think of, like when they hear calisthenics and have like whether it's a negative or positive, just something not very accurate with calisthenics. Have you ever heard of anything? Um... Well, there's one specific thing, but I wouldn't say it's it's it could be accurate, but also inaccurate. You know, everyone says that calisthenics athletes don't train their legs. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I mean, that, that's a, it, yeah, yeah. it is it is actually true, right? Because most of the skills, well, actually, all of the skills, upper body, right? So if you're getting massive legs, it's not really helping you in any situation, <laughs> you know. But um, but personally, for me, like I train my legs because you know I just that's just me. But I'm I'm also not looking to like get massive legs either, right? And I'm also not looking to get massive in general either. Yeah. right because that's just gonna it won't really help me in the sport like i'm i'm i'm, I'm at a current physique i've stayed the same weight for like the past like three four years mm. so i maintain that weight and uh, maintain I'll your physique maintain the, the physique exactly and um and that's it and this is where like i i feel like i perform the best so you know just eating a whole bunch of more calories and just getting bigger will serve no purpose for me in the sport you know and i actually like the way i look though i, I don't even want to be bigger so so that's good yeah so now it's just a question of like maintaining sharpening everything in terms of like it's it's a lot performance from what i'm hearing since before like it's a lot performance it's a sport more than it is anything else so um i think what you're saying too like the sport doesn't really correlate directly to legs like you're not Mm -hmm. not flipping or no exactly your legs Mm -hmm. so um there's only like one exercise in calisthenics that's a leg one it's like the pistol squat right (laughs) but like that's pretty much it. Like everything. you're not going to be doing that in a freestyle. No, competition. exactly. No, no. You see, nobody doing pistol squats in freestyle competitions. There, <laughs> you so, know, there's something up with that guy. Yeah, ex- exactly. You know, so so you you kind of just you know I just do my legs just to maintain. Yeah, and not look like disproportioned. Unbalanced. Yeah, exactly. Or yeah, disproportioned. Uh, is there a lot of women that do calisthenics? Have you came across a lot of female? Uh, there's quite a bit, but uh, even that's also very like. A, new new and developed but it, a lot of them are like ex-gymnasts or um you know ex like cheerleaders or they've done some kind of sport in the past right that takes a lot of syn- synchronization mm-hmm. and uh, that exactly yeah, right yeah. they also have like you know that that the beginner muscle to to start it up hmm. right you know i see mm-hmm. um when you talk about like progression and this is really interesting for me and I know we're talking a lot about like calisthenics, but it's just something, a topic that, you know, is kind of like, I just know like body it's a niche weight. Topic. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a niche topic. So it's my opportunity to get to know a bit more rather than go on Google. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you say like, you know, progress on specific exercises, in other words, like PRs on certain exercises, right? Mm-hmm. How does that process work? Like, are you like, okay, do you set yourself a date on the calendar to be like, okay, so I have six weeks to be able to improve my... I don't know, my L-sit or I don't know, whatever it is. Uh, I have eight weeks to be able to do, you know, a 360 on mm-hmm. the pull-up bar. Um, and you could probably, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not, I know yeah, I'm not no, specific, good, but I'm um, sorry. Um, like, is, does that approach to PRs have a certain approach to it? Like, do you, do you see it a certain way in terms of like a time frame or certain exercises you need to do to be able to, you know, get a check mark on your PR and be like, okay, I got it. 
Um, how does just that approach work in terms of progressing on an exercise? So in other words, progressing mm-hmm. on an exercise, but like mostly the, the PR thing. Because I imagine there's some sort of PR aspect to of course, and of a course. personal record, personal yeah, best yeah. there, or however you want to label it as. I imagine there's that you know, approach to mm-hmm. certain exercises. So how does that process work in the buildup of, of it? Well, to be honest, like um, in counseling, especially my journey, it hasn't been very like stable, right? Like especially with uh, like the injuries and, you know, exactly. It's it's a, it's very wavy, you know, like I've, I've had certain moves like in the past then I've lost them then I've regained them then I've lost them, you know. Mm, really? Yeah, it's like a very like vicious cycle of like, that's why like I say the discipline is very important because, and it's happened to everyone in the calisthenics community, you know, wow. people have like lost certain moves because these moves are very demanding on the body, right? So if they're not consistent enough, well, you know, yes, it's muscle memory, but you still got to relearn it after. Like right now, I'm I'm, I'm stopping, I, I stopped the front lever, right, for like a couple of weeks now because of my injury. But I know when I restart it, it won't be at the same level that it was. But, you know, it's going to regain quickly, but it's still kind of, you know, a wave, like I said. That's interesting because yeah. you could get like a guy who's like, quote unquote, superhuman in terms of like mm-hmm. certain moves. And then the year later when you cross him at a competition, if he was off for six months, mm-hmm. he could probably not be as... Oh, of course, of course. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. So discipline is a huge factor. It's, it's a huge factor. In- discipline, consistency, mm-hmm. um, just being sharp, yeah. I think, right? Exactly. Wow, that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Damn. And also, you know, let's uh, want to bring on another little topic. Um, for me personally, I'll ask you the same question, though. Yeah. You know, what, for me, what takes a, a huge toll on me in 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 general, and um, we're talking, let's say, sport wise, is an injury. I I find it like mentally very hard to deal with an injury, and, and it's very like I wouldn't say draining, but you know, it kind of it consumes me more than it should. You know, because because yes. I, I for me the sport is is like you know. You, I always thrive to be better at it, and and always the injury like it brings you down, right? You know, and then you got to restart certain steps and all that. But but that's exactly you train your mind for that, and it's gotten a lot better throughout the years, right? But, yeah, yeah. Injuries is a tricky one. Um, I don't get as injured as I used to. Mm-hmm. Just obviously, first off, I don't play hockey anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I always say though, like real athletes. And people who are performing on it on a daily basis are always either injured, tweaked somewhere. You're never a hundred percent, never. Um, if you're performing on a daily basis mm-hmm. or you know in a sport at a high level, but I totally agree that when you are injured or when you have a tweak, and sometimes too, the worst thing is, say you have a competition on I don't know this date or that date. It happens often where I see like just a couple weeks or a couple days prior, you yeah. tweak something yeah. and then you're like, man, my competition's in three days. It happens often. It does take a toll and drain you mentally just because you're, well, for me, um, when I did get injured in the past, I'm like, you're so used to performing. You're so used to waking up, doing your thing, being A1, always looking like high perform, exactly. high performance um, mm-hmm. approach to everything. Um, yeah, I haven't really got injured or tweaked anything in a while. Um, and I think a lot of that comes to the fact that I'm probably not performing as high as I used to Mm -hmm. because I'm giving a bit more time and focus a lot more on my recovery 
tools such as you know the sauna the cold plunge exactly um stretching all the time mm -hmm. uh gee, sleep has been another huge thing that as i gotten older yeah I was you like, realize I, that <laughs> you realize that it, it's mm -hmm. a it's a key part to always you know performing at a high mm -hmm. uh, 100%. high level but yeah just injuries injuries uh, a lot of people a lot of people who get injured like in sports completely ruins them they don't even come back from th things yeah, you know whether that that be physically you know they're unable to or it affects them t so much mentally that mm -hmm. they're never like the same fighter they used to be or never the same you know hockey player they used to be just because in that phase of like you know taking that six months or eight you had taken eight months off because of your shoulders so like that's that's a lot for someone who performs high on a daily basis yeah, it is it is like the eight months, man, mm -hmm. that's, that's almost a year. Yeah, I've also, uh, I've seen calisthenics athletes on Instagram and all that. Even personally, I know, like, you know, when, when, when we start talking about planches and then there's other variations where, like, it's, we call it Maltese, where you, your, your arms are even wider, right? The planche is like, you know, your neutral, like, shoulder width, mm -hmm. but Maltese, like, you're wider, kind of like gym, the gymnasts do on the rings and all. And and I remember this one guy on Instagram, he... he um, he hadn't warmed up properly. You know, he was just like with his friends, and he just like so he goes on the high bar. He, you know, he sends the Maltese, and like he he ripped his he basically bicep tendon like ripped from his his forearm. You know, and I was like, wow. But you see, he he got surgery, he recovered, and now he's back and even stronger than he was before. So it's it's just crazy. You know, sometimes I have my little tweaks. I'm like, oh, okay, they're not that bad. <laughs> you wouldn't want to. Have no, that, I wouldn't you know? want to have that. You know. Oh my, that's what happened to my brother too. His, really. Uh, think his left or i think i'm gonna go for this little uh, no his right arm uh his bicep completely tore oh and completely snapped and you hear it too apparently like i wasn't there in person but apparently you hear it it's sometimes it sounds like a mini gunshot it's so loud um and yeah the whole thing detached from like i guess the elbow or the yeah, arm exactly. and he had to get surgery i think twice just because the first time it wasn't 100 percent. Mm -hmm. i think and uh yeah, and now obviously he recovered, and I think the the important thing too is during that phase is to do the right exercises, recover properly, and not just sit on the couch doing nothing. Exactly. You know, if you're exactly. doing nothing, mm -hmm. you you got to move. You got to always. That, keep that's moving. also one thing I really learned throughout the whole process is that whenever I'm injured, I don't stop. That's I've cool. I've already stopped for like two weeks of like no workouts, nothing. Like not doing nothing. Not yeah. doing nothing yeah. basically, and and it just made everything worse. Mm -hmm. And my injury was still there. So, like, I always, like, work around it. Whatever I can do, I'll work around it. And there's always something you could do, right? There's always some... If you're hurt, even upper body, well, you just train legs and yeah, vice versa, you know? Man, I can't imagine that bicep injury. Yeah, oh, crazy, my God. It's crazy. Oh. And he had posted it. Like, I saw it. Like, I was like, oh, fuck. Uh, did you hear it? Or, okay, that was just a picture? No, no, he posted the video, but I think he had put some, like, music in the back okay. or something. So, you know, he didn't hear it. But Wow. Oh, my God. Ugh. <laughs> yeah my brother got that same thing i was like oh my god i never got like a huge injury like that mm -hmm. um just minor yeah like no surgeries or i haven't broke anything or, or or anything like that have have you gotten like aside from your shoulders did you i i got like like countless injuries there but some obviously bigger than others um, surgeries no no no, no, no. Terms of, no. Not, not to that point um i actually had the in the past year I had like a, a pretty 
a decent lower back injury i would say mm. you know i i think i remember what it was exactly i was doing like i did a crazy ab session but like way too much you know i don't Damn. know i was just like super primed up that day and i did create i think one of the last exercises i kind of like um let's say i had like a bad form or like you know forced wrong and you know i guess one of my discs like uh well, tweaked. Got, yeah tweaked a little herniated thing and that lasted like crazy amount of time like it, it just started it actually just healed like in the past couple months there it was there for at least like seven to eight months oh my god yeah, yeah but I, I was still working out but i yeah. was working around it then yeah no. which is smart you don't yeah. want to completely stop exactly. It either exactly um yeah i remember i was doing dips once a couple years ago with a weight vest on and i don't know i think it just went down too much mm -hmm. or something and my whole chest like it, it, it kind of like popped mm -hmm. i was like oh my god that's not good and i wasn't able to do like dips or even push-ups for so long it took so long for it to like come back yeah, to the exactly. point where i was able to do exercise again mm -hmm. same thing with like push-ups um i injured myself doing like a clean with a barbell mm -hmm. that was the last time i've ever did that <laughs> um and my wrist just hyper extended way too much backwards uh -huh. and um i wasn't able to do like proper push-ups like you know on on my hands exactly. for I think two years, two years. Mm -hmm. And like even that third year, I was still kind of feeling it still even to this day, mm -hmm. certain exercises. Yeah, of course. Crazy. But uh, there's, there's one thing though that, that, you know, people look at injuries as like, you know, bad, bad, it's bad. But I, I try to, you know, flip it over and see the good things. And I'm actually grateful for a lot of these injuries I got because most of the injuries I got were from, you know, body imbalances or, or certain mm -hmm. things, it's like your body telling you something, right? So, so let's say you, you you get injured somewhere. Well, maybe you forced wrong because a certain area is weaker, right? So then you're like, oh, okay. And then, so you basically know for it not to happen again, you know? Like it puts a, a lot of things into perspective yeah, on like, what maybe can I improve? Exactly, Why did this happen? exactly, exactly. You know, like, you know, those, I don't remember what exactly it was. There was some injury, but I realized like, you know, at that moment that I was working on, my triceps were, like, very weak. I was, like, you know, hold up there. And then as soon as I started, like, reinforcing my triceps, it's as if it was, like, holding. I don't remember what injury was there, but sort of holding up the other part and, and I guess, gave it time to heal. And it was, like, I was, like, wow, okay. Damn. Yeah. Wow. What does your, uh, like, daily routine look like or your weekly routine? Do you have a certain, you know, morning routine? Is there a certain structure to your schedule? What, what does it look like as of, like, I guess recently? What to, mm -hmm. what, what is it? What um, is the, yeah, what does your routine look like? Well, my, my routine is um, kind of all over the place. It's not, it's not really steady, to be honest, like, as much as I want it to be. But I try to get, you know... Um, some reading in during the day, mainly when I wake up. You started reading? Yeah, reading. Reading. reading yeah, reading. Really? uh when i wake up mainly um and that's it. and then i i'm usually fasting till like you know lunchish time me too 12 one o'clock that's yeah, it i like it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about more uh, yeah, yeah, fasting yeah. there but um yeah so fasting and then uh, that's it i break my fast um and i usually break my fast like with a decent meal but not like too much right like just enough so i have like let's say two hours to, to digest and then within those two hours I'll probably drink a coffee or let's say, uh, let's say an hour after my meal and uh and that's and that, that's when I do my workout mainly mm. so my workout is around like two two o'clock to four o'clock let's say in between those hours okay and then uh that's it and after it's kind of like uh you know uh, 
have supper and the chill kind of afterwards and all yeah. that there um so do you ever train in the morning fasted have you ever tried that yes uh, I've, i've i've trained in the morning uh it's rare though you know because of work and all that okay. but um yeah i've trained fasted in the morning and and you know what this is actually been some of my best workouts sometimes for me that's what it is insane and i always suggest it to a lot of people a mm -hmm. lot of my clients always if you can train early morning well early morning fasted yeah uh in the morning or upon whenever you mm -hmm. wake up the best the, the best it's crazy to say that because because um a lot a lot of people you know a lot of people don't fast in general but i mean i mean for calisthenics it's crazy because in the morning obviously fasted you feel like you feel light right And a lot of calisthenics moves well. Being light is better. So sometimes I have my like crazy strength in the morning. I'm like, wow, where does this kind of strength coming from? It's just because my body is like, you know, very very light. Yeah. There's no like, and it's not working too to digest and break exactly. down your food. So your exactly. body's more apt or more alert to mm -hmm. this certain you and, know, and and that's that's one of the main reasons why I fast. You know, to, just to give the body a break. A lot mm -hmm. of people ask me why do you fast or why do you do this so much and. Dude, I, I fast every single day. And day. what I tell them is because I feel amazing. amazing yeah. Right? Okay, and we're still fasting too, by the way, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, aside from like a black coffee this, each. This is fasting though. This is fasting. Yeah, yeah. I count it as fasting. Yeah. A lot of, well, a lot of, if you really dig down deep though, like I follow a certain person, Dr. Rhonda Patrick. I had mentioned it in one of my first episodes in French. She specializes more in like saunas and... um Like she's a, she's very good. I I, mm -hmm. I like her, and there's some studies that she did was like you know black anything aside from water will start to like open up. And I'm not a human biologist there, but like will start to open up like molecules and get your body going. Okay. But I stick to black coffee, mm -hmm. coffee, water, and electrolytes. Uh, and I've recently introduced electrolytes like over the past couple months. That's very important. Very important. Um. I mean, I did the whole pink salt thing mm -hmm. uh, for years, um, but man, I, I just like people say, like, yeah, why do you fast? And I feel amazing. I feel amazing. I feel amazing, and that you know that morning, even now, like I'm so alert. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not really. Have anymore. you ever have you ever done like longer fasts? Uh, the longest I've did was right under I think 72 hours. Really? Yeah, wow. I think it was crazy. Uh, and I, I might wait. I might be lying. Give me a second. I don't <laughs> want to say something not true. It was more than twenty four, forty eight. Okay, so mm, I'm not gonna say a seven. A, a bit more than two days. Hey, you, you're probably on, on my scale then. I, I've done sixty five hours. That's amazing. That that's my longest I've done. Wow. Yeah. And why sixty five? How come it stopped? Uh, you just like that's good for yeah me. yeah that's it it was just good for uh, I didn't actually pick 65 I just like, broke the fast and I calculated the hours afterwards but um, yeah that was my longest one and uh, yeah I, I do like a longer fast like regularly like last week I did a 42 hour amazing yeah and I, man I felt so great do I you think, feel do you when you say you feel great is it during that 42 or right after when you reintroduce another no, little meal? I would say more uh, more during during your fast during wow. your fast. like it's crazy but you, you like during the day you're good at night you know the body starts getting a bit hungry you know my mind starts thinking about food and all plays games but a bit. but yeah but you kind of just you know let it pass and then you wake up the next day and it's it's weird because the, the next day it's as if you ate the day before you know when you wake up you're not that hungry usually mm -hmm. And uh, and that's it. And I did that last week. I did 41 or 42. And the only reason I broke my fast was because I had a big training the same day, you know. And that, 
I don't, you know, like it wasn't like a regular training at home. It was like a big training with friends. So I kind of wanted some fuel, fuel in my body. Which makes sense. Yeah, which makes sense. Which makes know? sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love fasting. When uh, did you start that? When did it get introduced to you? Do you remember? You know, I would say like four years ago. Okay, wow. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was less than that. Nice. No, no, no. Four years ago. Well, four years ago was like the, I got introduced to the 16-8. Yep. And um, kind of stuck with that ever since. But I was a lot more, um, how do I say it? Um strict on it back then now i'm a little less strict on it me too you know? in yeah. terms of the time uh, yeah ratio exactly you know? same like you know uh for example last night i, I finished eating it was like 9 30 i think kind of late and um, it, it all depends what i do the next day right me too mm -hmm. I, i agree with that yeah but it's just like have... a relaxed kind of day and whatever now i'm like oh, okay i'll just like extend the fast more yeah. but if you got stuff to do or you got to go to work and stuff you kind of you know so sometimes i don't always fill in that 16 maybe i'll go 14 15 but it's still it's still very good yeah so the most important thing you would say is probably just that morning like to, to push that first meal back to maybe yeah, noon one exactly. o'clock like you'll rarely yeah. eat i'm assuming like at 9 a.m no never same never, same never, ever ever i, I uh, okay i'm gonna be honest i tried eating i think it was like around 9 a.m actually or 8 30 a.m like a couple weeks ago you feel like i took one bite i was like this is not happening just because i had something afterwards and i knew i was going to be wasn't uh, going to eat for a long period mm -hmm. of time and i didn't really plan to not eat um but then i i come like <laughs> i cut my egg like you know i take a, a piece of it i eat it i'm like and i have a full plate and i'm like not, not happening <laughs> i walked up and left my plate there i was like this is not happening no. um Yeah, I feel amazing fasting yeah. and like those morning workouts. Mm -hmm. um, it's funny. One thing I noticed over the years, because it's been years that I've been doing like fasting, um, is like I would I never get like cramps. You know, that typical like cramp people would get yeah. or even I would get. Never. Um, just that whole lighter feeling, more alert, um, better range of motion too. a lot of times like in the morning because you know my stomach's not packed so i'm able mm -hmm. to have better like movement in my core and your core is super important it's the main piece exactly. to everything um so yeah i find it interesting that that you fast correct me if i'm wrong were you doing plant-based for for I a was. while or I vegan was. or something? i was i was well it wasn't i wasn't vegan i wouldn't say vegan because i, I was vegan at home that makes sense You know, I was just eating plant-based at home. I, I would mm. never buy meat or whatnot. But when I would go out, like, I would just kind of eat whatever was available. Okay. You know, restaurants or whatever. So you weren't like... No, 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 no. But you set some sort of structure for when you're in your at your home. Exactly, or... exactly. It, it was mainly because, you know, like, um, uh, at first I kind of did feel good, you know, because my, my girlfriend went vegan. And um, so I at first I was like, okay, okay. And then we started, like, you know... Playing around with playing it. around with it, yeah, and, and and trying to trying to do different recipes and what whatnot. Like, I love cooking, so like you know, and I like it wasn't it wasn't boring vegan at all though. Like like I would I would make some like really nice yeah, dishes, saw. you know. Yeah. Um, and that's it. And then and then after a couple of years, well, it kind of like faded away, I guess. Or uh, I mean, also like I, I got more knowledgeable nutrition in general. So I was like, hmm, okay, some things don't make sense. And then uh, some things we were buying were like, wait, we've been eating this for the past two years. And like, well, hold up. And then, yeah, now we're kind of just like 
a big stake in your voice. Big stake. Right? <laughs> no, I, I like it. I, I, you know, I, I, I can't remember when I saw that was. I was like, oh shit, he's having steak. And I was like, I kind of connected that, wait, wasn't he plant-based? Yeah, and then I yeah. see this big ass steak <laughs> in, in your plate. I'm like, nice. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll, we'll take a break. We'll be back. And uh, okay, we're back. We're back. We're back. We're Vince back. has no hoodie on anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we were talking about um, your nutrition, you be, you know, trying out the whole plant-based uh, approach. Um, transition, you know, trial and error with a lot of things, nutrition, mm -hmm. you gaining knowledge, like we were just speaking about, uh, of a lot of things nutrition wise. Um, so as of right now, what does your nutrition mostly look like? Like, uh, it's honestly, it's kind of, kind of simple. It's just try to eat like real food, you know, that, whole that, that's foods. whole foods, real food. That's the, my, like goal basically you know and now um like i'm diving deeper into um into everything that's like um like healthier options of already healthy food if that makes sense you know let's for say, example a steak but then you have grass fed exactly exactly you know and like i i live in an area where there's quite a bit of farms so yeah. like I, i've been scouting around and stuff but it's hard man it's hard to to get like what you're looking for because there's no demand with that really you know especially right here so uh yeah so it's that and like i said it's uh you know protein fats carbs you know the, the standard things but try to keep it like whole foods that's good yeah cut out all the processed stuff exactly, and... exactly. i mean i'm not gonna lie we all have our cheat meals all have our like fun days but you know you so what do you go for in that case uh... what do you come on tell, tell me it could be as simple as like a and w you know a and w okay, burgers yeah. like Top notch. Top notch, yeah, you know, but uh, but I'm I'm a pretty big eater, especially since I started like working out consistently there. Like my appetite, like off the roof. Sometimes I gotta like control. We'll it get bit. along. <laughs> We're gonna get along. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, any type of like desserts? Do you do you eat type like that? Do you go for that type of stuff? Yeah, I mean, I, I like like homey stuff too. Like you know, my my uh, my parents, grandparents, you know, they they cook very well. So like, you know, if I if I gotta cheat, it'll be more on yep. that on that path you know yep um so steak chicken fish fish yeah not too much seafood seafood not really really a fan but salmon yep. shrimp all that stuff is okay what, what type of carbs any type of carbs? uh yeah i mean you know quinoa rice well fruits obviously uh i mean potatoes you know the, the basic things there the basic yep. uh, do you eat any organs have you ever tried or dove yeah. into that yeah, I have. What kind? Uh, I'm I'm on the liver stuff, but man, it's it's hard for me. Like it's, it's hard. <laughs> we have some here if you want. Really? Oh yeah, <laughs> my girlfriend loves liver more than she does steak. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's the way you cook it, but I haven't found a way to to really. I've I've heard like some techniques from people, and I've tried, but it's it's hard, man. It's hard for me too. Yeah, it's hard. Any other type of organs you've tried or open to trying? Like uh, heart or I haven't tried. No, no. I haven't tried. I, I I'd be open to try, but yeah. I had heart the first time two years ago, two and a half years ago from a, a deer. Okay. Uh, fresh because my friends are hunters, so they came to hunt on our land and caught caught the deer. Um, so maybe thirty minutes later, we shoved the that heart on the fire outside on the like we put okay. a grill on the fire, put the heart right on that grill. Yeah. Cooked it up for a bit, salt, pepper, boom. 
um, and we all had a piece. It's a way to also celebrate and to yeah, just, yeah, yeah. you know, give thanks to the exactly. animal too. Exactly. Um, some people might not do that, but um, yeah, I tried that for the first time. How was that? How was less like the pre-judgment thought that I would have, that I was thinking of did not, it wasn't that it kind of like, if I, if I don't tell you it's heart and I don't know about all, you know, other animals and mm -hmm. stuff, this one was like wild here, like off the land 30 minutes after it got, or maybe with 60 minutes later, mm -hmm. but the taste was like, you would never know like, Oh, I'm eating heart unless yeah. you're a very like food organ connoisseur of like yeah, yeah, yeah. hunting and stuff. But like, for you know just me if i if i didn't know it was hard i would have never guessed oh just this is tastes a, like a different kind of meat i guess or yeah a bit more chewy i okay. would say but you would think it's like a piece of steak that's mm -hmm. just a, a chewier piece of steak um and yeah it's uh that, that was something that's else. an experience though. oh my god yeah first time and just the experience too of like them hunting the deer mm -hmm. uh, emptying the deer grabbing the heart shoving yeah. it on that fire uh that, that was something <laughs> but i was like oh yeah the, the best i was like it's wild wild yeah. caught like that, nothing, nothing better nothing man. better nothing better we knew exactly where it came from just everything it was a healthy can get more grass-fed than that eh? <laughs> exactly so i was like sign me up i'm yeah. eating that hard for yeah. sure i was a bit hesitant not not gonna lie probably at the beginning like mm -hmm. for a split second but then i was like no it's mm -hmm. it's super good for you um so yeah only that's it I, I know like i know like the crazy benefits of it but it, it's hard to 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 dive into that and and it's hard uh, to get access to like you said yeah especially good like you know source good source but also like i'm also trying to find a way to eat it like i guess if you taste it less like I, i've heard people cut it and then they freeze it and they yeah. take it almost like a like a pill but then that that's the thing is it's raw so you need to have a good source for you to be eating it raw and it, it's it's a touchy subject you yeah. know that's why i don't uh, do the whole raw thing yeah. just because of the source exactly. I, I need to know where it's coming from i think everyone needs to know where it's yeah, coming from exactly. doing the whole raw aspect but uh, yeah, we have some liver here if you want to taste that. Uh, I'd be down to try it, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I found a way of, I guess, cooking it for. And I think you build up, you, you condition your body yeah, and taste buds course, to get a bit used to but it. But also, you, you really don't need like that much, right? You know, like a little piece a day or whatever. It's... Yeah. On, on, like, we had some a couple days ago. I had, so they're all like vacuum sealed. It's beef liver, not veal. So it's all beef liver, they're vacuum sealed each like piece that's mm -hmm. vacuum sealed is 120 grams after you cook it might be about 95 100 um which is like you know maybe the ha hand size mm -hmm. um so some weeks some days we'll like i'll have one to myself but then on some other days i might just have split it in half with my girlfriend right, just right. based off of what we ate that week what we ate you exactly. know, within the days if it's been like three four weeks we didn't have liver then i'm like yeah we're gonna yeah, eat yeah. one each exactly. um and it's crazy. I always feel like sometimes I don't know if it's placebo, like something that's just in my mind, like, oh, I, yeah. And I'm, or I'm like, does this actually, am I actually feeling this way because I ate the liver? Yeah, like yeah. sometimes I would eat, I eat liver, like say at night um, as my last meal. And then I go to bed and I'm, I like sleep like a rock or just feel amazing. It's crazy. And I'm like, mm. eh, it kind of must be, must be. That's also the reason we're talking about, about, about like your, 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 your nutrition and how you feel and whatnot. Like, you know, experimenting all these different diets makes you, you know, how, how do you feel after you eat certain food? How do you mm -hmm. sleep? You know, how do you wake up? You know, so sometimes, like for me, it's a steak though. Like when I eat a steak at night, 
I wake up the next day, I feel the Hulk, man. It's crazy. I have like so much like power. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> crazy, eh? Yeah. Um, are there any foods that you don't like digest? Well, I'm curious to know about you, how, how you eat. Oh, are there any certain, f- whether it's fruits, vegetables, um, you know, p- proteins? Uh, is there anything that you, you've ate in the past or, or know like that's on your list of like, yeah, we're not buying this because I either don't digest it well or something happens like I get skin flare ups or I don't sleep good or is there anything? Uh, actually, back then, I mean, give it like, even before all this journey of calisthenics, I was allergic to like three quarters of fruits. Allergic? Allergic. Like I I would like, um, my lips would swell, my throat would swell. I even had a kiwi once. I had like, you know, red dots all over my body and stuff. So I I was moderating fruits. Like there's only like, maybe like four or five fruits I could eat. And I don't know what happened, but it just completely vanished. Like now I could eat anything and everything. Wow. Yeah, over the years, it just kind of vanished and, Wow. Is, is there any uh, vegetables like that you don't buy, that you don't eat just because some certain reaction with your, your body or how no, you digest it? Are you open to, you're open to pretty much everything? Yeah, pretty much everything. Yeah. Yeah. Are vegetables a, a big staple in, in your... Uh, yeah, I try to have, uh, you know, like the regular uh, side of greens, side of vegetables per meal there, which is, uh, I think, the standard there. Yeah. Like, um, I, I don't think nutrition has got to be, like, too complicated either, right? You know, people... Stick like, to the oh, basics. Yeah, people overcomplicate it. And also, like, I see, like, your dishes and they look, like, really good. And Well, and- look, I have to cut you off because I got to give credit to my girlfriend. A lot of the, yeah. things, I, a lot of the things I post... <laughs> It's not me that cooked okay, it, so okay. I can't take credit. She's gonna be laughing, probably hearing this or watching this, because um, every time I post certain things, you know, she looks at me, she what sees me like? taking a picture or a video, and she's like, "Oh God, I just cooked this." <laughs> but um, yeah, stick to the basics, and like you said too, I think the most important thing is the source, or you know, exactly. maybe looking for something mm-hmm. that's grass. But also, also, I think you posted this. Uh, I don't know the last week saying how. You did a post on your food there, I think. Yep. Like a reel, and you're yep. saying how how food doesn't got to be boring, you know, just people eating like plain chicken with the rice. I've done like, that. Oh no, 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 no! I've never done that. Never will. Like you I know, did. You, really. <laughs> when I when I did my competitions and oh, physique right. competitions yeah, and yeah, stuff, yeah. especially at the beginning stages of what you think is the best thing to mm-hmm. do and stuff, mm-hmm. and obviously I didn't know as much as I know today. Yeah, I did the whole chicken broccoli. Uh, you know, limiting my olive oil or not even eating mm-hmm. butter or things like that. Uh, I did it and I'm like, for what? Uh, yeah. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it could be different maybe if you're, if you're prepping for something specific uh, like a comp or what. But I mean, I'm, 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 I'm never, I don't see myself ever going down that road. And I'm a very flexible eater, but everything I eat is, is well, it's not calculated, but like all the ingredients are kind of thing, you know, yeah. like, like. You need to have uh, a protein. You need to have a healthy Ex- fat. Exactly. Ex- also, but what I cook with also, like there's no like canola oil in the house. Seed oils. You know? Yeah, seed oils, none of that in the Same. house, you know, kind of thing. So it's either like, um, you know, grass-fed butter or avocado oil, olive oil mainly for like, you know, salads or whatnot. And Coconut oil? Uh, we have, but I don't like coconut. Okay. That's one thing I don't like. I forgot. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, that's one thing I, I and like... I know it's good to cook with and all, but the coconut taste on your eggs and stuff, I just, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. I, I, um, I introduced butter to probably the way I eat or my diet, so to speak, maybe a couple years ago. Prior to that, mm-hmm. zero butter, nothing. Yeah. Um, just cause I, I see, cause it was, it was like demonized. You're like, it was demonized. 
And I would think like, you know, the high amount of fat that's in it. And then I would think, oh my God, it's like from a dairy source. I'm probably going to react on my skin or mm. I'm probably going to not digest it well. Totally not the case. Exactly. Now I buy grass-fed butter. Yep. Not the case at all. I'm like, all these years, all these years I, I yeah, eliminated yeah, that. Yeah. Didn't even think of but it. See, but that was, that was one thing that, that I eliminated from my diet when I was vegan. Because we're buying vegan butter, thinking it was, oh, geez. It was healthy or thinking it was better. a better alternative. Yeah, yeah. And then once you start learning about all these things, you just look and it's literally seed oils and salt. I was like, wait, hold up. We've been eating this for like two years now. I'm like, no, no, no. Crazy, right? Crazy, crazy. Did you, did you see a massive difference physically or mentally or the way you feel transitioning more from a plant-based diet to more of like a balanced animal-based? I did, I did, of course, yeah. Yeah. Um, more, in, uh, more so in recovery. You know, quicker recovery? Quicker recovery, yeah. Quicker wow. recovery. I it's immediately, like the first week, felt stronger in my first week yeah first week legit. like like first week felt stronger in my moves and all that and uh also my physique my physique uh, i was a lot less bloated and yep. all that what we were talking about before yeah um more tighter tighter you know like uh, more cut more yep. lean and all that so uh yeah massive difference massive difference wow i'm yeah. happy you, you transitioned found yeah. that you know, course. positive change. And also, if, if, if you look at, like, you know, older videos that I did or whatever, you, you you literally see it. It's, like, crazy. Like, the definition and all that is crazy. Yeah. Um, speaking about calisthenics earlier, um, you know, because we've talked a lot about exercises and, and you know, exercise that people could do. Um, if you were, and we're just hypothetically speaking, okay, if you were to only have access for the rest of your life to just three exercises that you can only do for the rest of your life what would those three exercises be that's a tough one i i know it i know is, it's a it tough is. one because you don't want you only have three those three are the ones that you're only going to be doing for the rest of your life what are those three well if you're if you're talking about um just staying healthy fit and in shape i would i would go with with more basic things you know like uh, and th this is what you're choosing not what someone not a suggestion for anyone else this is like vince yeah. what are you choosing for the rest of your life because these are the only three that you have access to for the rest of your life what are they uh well uh, two right off the bat would yeah. be uh pull-ups and push-ups pull-ups and push-ups any right type of bat. grip any type of positioning of the hands any type of stance uh, I, I really enjoy wide pull-ups. That that's one thing. Wide pull-ups. I, I love the way like you know they feel afterwards, yeah. and also complete wide pull-ups. Nice. So it'd be wide pull-ups. Wide pull-ups. Yeah. Um. But it's it's a tricky question. It cause, is because like then we fall into the other moves. But but if we stick to the basics, let's say you know the like, body. Yeah. Yeah. Like I wouldn't choose dips. I know dips are very good exercises. Really. But, but I I I don't I don't enjoy dips. Okay. So you know. wide pull-ups, if we want to get specific with yeah, the wide pull-ups, wide pull-ups, push-ups, decline, incline, wide grip, close grip. Uh, actually, let, let's uh, we'll pick um, instead of push-ups, we'll do uh, elevated pike push-ups. More shoulders, is that it? Yeah, more shoulders. Yeah, it also like helps with like the hands. It's like a progression to the handstand push-up, right? Nice. So like your feet are elevated, yep. and you're doing like a pike push-up. So and for people listening and watching, that's picture yourself being in a push-up position but your butt is kind of more upward kind of like a pyramid looking yeah you're, you're kind of uh you know in like an l kind of so like an l, l. yeah okay you're doing, you're doing like a, a pike push-up yep um that i love like that exercise nice i do it often actually i like that 
And um, honestly, the third one, because now if we're looking at like, you know, muscle groups also, I would, I would probably go with like a hollow body. Which is? Hollow body hold is like, you know, when your your legs and, and back are lifted from the ground and you're holding that position. Is it like an L sit? No, no, you're, you're lying on the floor actually. Oh, I see. So you're kind of like a... a yeah, you're like, like a this. hollow rock kind of thing. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. But but you're just standing still. Or seated still, is that yeah, kind of, yeah, but you're, you're you know you're laying flat yep. and your 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 back's not touching the floor and your legs either. I get it. So yep. you know, you're just holding that. It's like, that's what you would pick. Yeah, I would I would I would pick those. Those More are like, for core, I guess. Yeah, that, that that's complete core. Like wow, like, I wasn't expecting that at all. No, no, I was thinking for sure dips was going to be in there, which I'm very surprised. Mm-hmm. That no, you didn't I, pick. I don't I don't like personally like dips. Like like there's also a part of calisthenics where it's like street lifting, which is like you do basic exercises with weights you know like weighted pull-ups uh, uh weighted, weighted vest di- dips weighted push-ups all that yeah. and like i even weighted dips it's not it's not my force the dips like I, i'll do use some like solid weighted pull-ups but the dips mm, you know i just i don't really like how they make my body feel i guess it's weird but wow interesting yeah, yeah. so just to recap the three exercises wide grip pull-ups mm-hmm. pike uh, elevated push-ups yeah ele- elevated pike push-ups. okay so your feet are on a bench or not yeah they're on a bench uh-huh. or anything elevated really. i see i see okay so yeah. that's why you're saying you're, you're yeah like you're, you're kind of like and rather that. like okay exactly i yeah. see because a I normal see. pike on the floor yeah you'd be in a triangle but right if your feet are elevated you'd be more like uh, in an l position okay i see so i don't know I, I, yeah. I get it uh and then the third one would be what what would you call it hollow hold oh uh, yeah hollow body hold hollow ball. Yeah. yeah okay so you have like you know the the three uh you got your pull, your push, and like your core, your core. glutes maybe in there, uh, yeah. quads a bit. Kind of, I, yeah. 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 Uh, hips probably are in there if you're elevating your legs. Um, wow, that's interesting. Yep. It's, it's, yeah. It's it's um, it's interesting because I just, I would probably, you know, obviously I'm not in the calisthenics field, but you asking me that question, I'd probably be like, I'd, pro- I'd probably pick way different exercises mm-hmm. so it's interesting to see just your take mm-hmm. versus what i would have picked mm-hmm. um basically it's also exercise that I, I go to like uh progression regularly i guess you can say like it's the exercise i really like to do so yep kind of do it on a regular basis let's say when i do uh so what would be your all-time favorite exercise because those are three that you would pick, you know, probably to improve progression, improve muscle groups, stability, strength in certain areas. Mm-hmm. But what's your all-time favorite? The one that you enjoy the most doing? The one that you're like, damn, I'm going to visit this one today because, like, I, I, I love this one. Um, I wouldn't say maybe an exercise, but maybe like a move, if that's what possible. Yep. And uh, I'll put I'll put it on the screen if it gets a bit yeah too, yeah like... of course yeah of course but anyways we've talked about earlier the on the podcast there uh, it was the front lever I always like like just holding that move I don't know there's something about it that like makes you feel so powerful and strong hmm. and like and like you, you it feels like amazing you know and once you're actually able like like at my stage I could hold it like 10, 15 seconds let's wow. say uh, sometimes more if I'm really like fresh but. But uh, like you just feel like incredible, like and, and powerful and all that, like wow. with that move. And it's always been my um, my favorite move as I was like on this journey. You know, I also really like the planche as well. But uh, but the front lever is really my uh, the You're, key move. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, wow, that's cool. Um, is there a difference in terms of the types of bars? Because I know that those types of bars say in different we'll call it gyms 
um, that are more flexible versus some that you'll probably find in a park that are completely just stiff. Yeah. Is there a difference there in terms 100%. of whether it's positive, negative? Is there more of an advantage when you're using more of a flexible bar rather than something more a stiff? A really good question, actually. Yeah. yeah. What is so, it? Um, uh, so yeah. basically, the you know all gymnastics gyms have all like bouncy bars we call them. Okay. And in calisthenics, we don't like that because it's it makes everything easier. Really, I would have thought harder because the bar moves. No, so you don't know where the bar is going to. No, be. basically, like like let's say I, I'll throw a move on on a because us in calisthenics, the whole point is that we have a, a straight, rigid, metal steel bar. Like there's wow. there's no there's no edge, there's no bounce, like most minimal bounce we need. You know, so. You go to a gymnastics gym, you're training, right? So you, you, you get a move, you know, you get like a, whatever, it would be a 360 on the bar. Yep. Now, the thing is that the bar technically helped you because it kind of gave you that little bounce and you don't need to give as much power as you would on a normal bar. For so, like a transition or a lockout or something. Yes, like exactly. Like like a, like a freestyle move, let's say, mm -hmm. you know. And I've seen this like countless times. People will unlock a certain move at the gymnastics gym. Then they go to a normal bar and they don't have the move because it requires like almost two times more effort, two times more power. And like, it's crazy. Like, so that's why I, I only like to train. Well, I've trained on bouncy bars, but I only like to train on normal bars. So when you like get a move, you actually get it. You know, you like, know that you have exactly it for wherever you you'll be. Mm -hmm. But also another point on that is that yep. gymnastics gyms are, are also very safe, right? Like got all the mats it's a very safe place so if you're really trying to go for like like big boy moves there yeah. you, you really want to maybe practice it first there to, to to feel comfortable and get less scared and all that and then once you're comfortable and you can catch it there frequently well then you can try it on the other bar you know hmm. do you do any things any specific things for recovery i know you dabbled your nose a bit into cold plunge i don't know if you're still doing it consistently but is there anything that that you do like as a must or non-negotiable type of recovery tool that you're doing, whether it's cold plunge, whether it's, you know, obviously saunas, we spoke about that before um, without us recording, but is, are there any recovery things that you specifically do that are like, I'm doing this? Uh, honestly, consistently, no, no, I would like to. And I'm actually looking to getting like a freezer now to be able to do ice baths at home. Because nice. now my freezer is just packed with stuff. So like there's no place to put, let's say, bowls of ice and stuff. So I'm, I'm looking to getting a, a big freezer so nice. I can have one dedicated to ice bath. And I want to try to do it like maybe not every day, but every at least two days or something, you know, to get some benefits. Um, but no, other than that, uh, consistently, no. like Massage? Not even, no, no. I saw you did or tried acupuncture, yeah, right? Yeah, that's How something that? I, I do often, but it's mainly for injuries. Well, when I'm injured, though, I'm consistent on on recovering my injury. But, you know, but that's yeah. kind of normal. Like now I have a, a little like injury rear delt here. And, you know, I'm doing like specific things just to help it. And that's very consistent daily, you know. But, yeah. But for recovery purposes, no, not the... Uh, do you foam roll? Do you use a hard orange ball? For yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, that's... But I find that, like, basic there. I mean, uh, it's not really, like... Um, yeah, yeah, recovery. Uh, recover, uh, recovery, recovery. Yeah, but yeah, obviously, yeah. it's some things that I would... Like, if I had a sauna, access to a sauna every day, I would definitely be in there every day or an ice bath or whatnot because it's really... Uh, like, at some point, I was doing ice baths for... I think it was consistent for like a full week. And man, the difference was insane. Crazy, right? Crazy, crazy. And just the way you feel too. Because yeah. a lot of times like people will attach also like cold plunging or cold baths 
directly to recovery mm -hmm. but a lot of times too is utilizing the cold plunge to be able to perform better because you'll be way more alert way yeah. more yeah. energized um yeah it's uh it's something else uh, i was curious about that because like obviously you know your joints your muscles mm -hmm. your your body is in all these different unorthodox positions a lot of times so well also i would say maybe like um What's consistent is is my my supplements supplements I take uh, on a regular basis. I mean that obviously help in some way, you know, uh, for recovery and. and you all. feel a difference? Yeah, of course, yeah. of course. Yeah. What what are the like your what are your supplements that you're currently taking? Uh, well, right now I'm like uh, I cycle some supplements sometimes, you know, depending on what you're doing, what exactly, you're eating. depending even depending if I have an injury, you know, like. Mm. Uh, and all that, but the main main ones I would say are uh, you know vitamin D supplement, especially when there's like no sun out and you don't get winter time exactly. Uh, vitamin B12. I got zinc, uh, magnesium, collagen, and that's pretty much like all the time. The bulk, yeah. But uh, you know, then I I'll, I'll cycle some uh, let's say you know uh, turmeric ginger pills. Let's say because sometimes you can't always eat it or you don't always have it, so it's yep. just easier sometimes to. And uh, some omega three sometimes, and uh, ashwagandha as well. There's just little, little things that I like to cycle once in a while, depending on like, you know, how my body feels, how like the mood is there. Yep. Any protein powder or no? You, no. You, you you focus more on the food, right? No Getting, protein powder. Yeah, yeah, same here. Well, actually, I, I was taking a lot of protein powder when I was more plant based because I was like scared to miss out or whatever, and I would Fill feel in the it. gap. Exactly. You know, some meals would have like. You know, more carbohydrates than protein and you're like mm, okay so you have a little shake on the side to fill in the gap but uh completely stop that and that's good there's no more that's good yeah <clears throat> um yeah i was curious about the uh, it's, it's good that you brought that up about the supplements because um obviously that supplements and complements what you're doing mm -hmm. fills in the gaps maybe where you're missing out on and if you feel a good difference too like man yeah 100%. That, that, that's good mm -hmm. i always say though to a lot of people and it's good that you kind of said no to the whole protein powder aspect because it's kind of a segue to what I'm about to say is that I always tell people often, especially my clients, that f food, especially whole food, real food is always number one. Yep, 100%. Supplements is always number two. Mm -hmm. It's always there to supplement, to complement, you know, your, your diet and what you're eating. But a lot of people, especially nowadays with all the marketing stuff of it and supplements, yep. a lot of people swap those two. They'll put supplements number one and food number exactly. two, which is crazy it's to me. Crazy. No, it's like I'm not against like you know protein powders. And all. If you're, you know, you're on the go and you really have no time to eat, or instead of getting like you know bad food out, you you, know, you have a little shake to keep you in, until you can. There's no problem with that, you know. Right. But if you if you're really like you know focusing on that as like your meal, there's. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I even knew some people like. Like swapping their meal as like a meal replacement to eat their protein powder. Yeah. Like they would swap out yeah, their no, meal no. to opt for protein powder, thinking it's like a meal replacement. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. And then I'd look at like their like their food log and be like, you have four scoops of protein powder today. What are you yeah, doing? Exactly. And like, you know, eighty percent of your protein calories mm -hmm. is coming from protein powder or yeah. supplements, which is yeah, crazy, crazy to me. Um, do you watch any sports? <laughs> not really i watch the occasional ufc but no nothing I, I, i'm really not like a tv guy whatsoever even That's if you're talking about movies there I'm like, you lost me like 
Yeah, I'm I, get. I'm just getting into certain things. Uh-huh. Uh, I was the same way. People would like have you know these movie references or these. Lines oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what are you talking? Yeah, about? exactly. <laughs> You've never seen this movie? Uh, no. Uh, no. <laughs> so no, uh, like entertainment outside of like I guess well sports specifically nothing. No there. sports. No. Do you have no. a sports background? Did you play sports? No. At a younger age, no. nothing at all. Nothing. Nothing, nothing at all. That's so crazy. Yeah. It is actually. And I, you never played competitive sports. Never. never. I mean, really? I, I was I was like this skinny guy who like, you know, I was like decent at let's say soccer, but nothing crazy, you know, because we should just play at school. And then, but nothing competitive in terms nothing. of like you having to go to practice. Never, or, ever. Wow, that's yeah, that's so funny. And the reason why is because the way you're structured, mm-hmm. the way you're structured has a pattern of someone who played sports yeah, of course yeah and has that has a sports foundation meaning like prior to mm-hmm. calisthenics at a younger age so that's so surprising to me because yeah. i really i would have guessed like you at least had a some sort of sports background at a younger age prior to calisthenics um just because of the the patterns that i that mm-hmm. i see and um your vision on certain things uh your openness to do you know, to, to let's say cold plunge sauna to to look for um, self improvements in terms of mm-hmm. physically, mentally, and stuff. So that's so interesting to me. Wow, that's that's what I was saying before. How calisthenics wow. really was like the start of of everything now that's happening. You know, like like without even me knowing, it was the start of my growth. Like now, like that's <laughs> that Your that's, foundation. That's my yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. The, right now, that's my my like my tunnel vision is just like growth like in, in everything right? not, not even like just just calisthenics or sports or you know getting fit it's it's way beyond that now it's even more like spiritual and like that's why i started reading a lot you know um meditating like once in a while i don't do that often but i would like to you know the cold plunge and all that that's why like yes it's for recovery but it's also for like other aspects too you know and i also have a big like um um a big topic that like interests me a lot is dopamine, right? Really? Like um, how? Because I'm I'm a, I'm a big like gamer, right? Like or I was actually, you know, mm-hmm. I still am, but uh, I mean, it calmed down a bit, and like um, that, that's my my uh, how can I say it? Like my uh, your escape thing, your, my escape your, your... thing, but it's also like my bad thing in a way. I get it. You if know? you if you yeah cuz you could get addicted to it exactly, too much and exactly. it could con- consume you too exactly, much. Exactly. Exactly. I see. You know. So so like it, it's 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 often a battle of like you know like like that's my battle in a sense, mm. you know. And I know why it's the battle, right? You know, cuz we you know humans are are made we're 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 in search for dopamine all the time, right? So that's why I that's why I I enjoy being uncomfortable. Cuz the dopamine is either not there or it's a slow releasing dopamine, like reading books, like taking a walk. Uh, I used to never take walks, and my girlfriend would always like fight with me, like, "Yeah, let's go for it." I'm like, oh. "A walk?" And now, and now I actually enjoy it. You know, like we take the dogs and we go for like a long walk, and I actually enjoy it. You know, and that's why I like you know the ice baths and the and the fasting as well. Fasting, you know, if you think about it, like food is number one dopamine for you. Even healthy food there, number oh, yeah. number one dopamine for humans. You know. So like if you just like clear your mind, it's it's. So you like to be or put put yourself deliberately, voluntarily into exactly. positions that are uncomfortable for Ex- you. Exactly. Me too. My the, mm-hmm. the last or episode three with uh, two guys who it was in French. 
um, we were actually speaking about stepping out of our comfort, well, being uncomfortable, mm-hmm. meaning like going through something difficult that has a challenge mentally where you're just like, you got a, like a cold plunge. Like yeah. it's tough. You, you know what you're kind of expecting. You're deliberately voluntarily putting yourself in there. Like I'm not like pushing yeah. you down into it. So you, you, you kind of like, I love that. Cause I, I voluntarily chase things like that mm-hmm. just because I'm so like, quote unquote, addicted to things like that. And yeah. if I don't have something like that, I'm like, I got to find something mm-hmm. where I'm like, I love the suffering part. I love doing like workouts where I'm like to the limit of like puking or like where it hurts and just all mm-hmm. those things of being uncomfortable. Um, I, I love that. So it's so, it's funny in a way that you're saying like you kind yeah, of. Yeah, I, I just, I just feel like, like, especially now, like our day and age, you know, like humans are, are way too comfortable. Like, I feel like it's, it's, and and once you realize that, you're like, okay, hold up, you know, like we we have everything, like this, you know, like we, back then we were not hunting for our food, we're not like we, we got like phones where we have access to any information, like in in like a few seconds, and Uber Eats, and Uber Eats, stuff like yeah, that. exactly, you know, like so so people and people like get like sucked into this like comfortness. And, you know, I'm not saying like we're I'm the most uncomfortable person. I'm living like uh, outside there either, you know, but but like. Yeah, but it's also just... I'm, I'm the, conscious about it, so I, yeah. I, I deliberately want to be uncomfortable because yep. I know that it's going to bring me benefits in the long term. And yes, I totally agree with you. So many people are... They don't do nothing. Yeah. Like they're, they don't put themselves in hard conditions. Um, you know, especially now winter here in Canada, people are like, you know, they got to put five layers on and be comfortable mm-hmm. being a heated box for 24 7 exactly um yeah. they're always they always get colds uh, blah blah mm-hmm. bro i don't even remember the last time i got cold just putting putting that yeah, out there real. which is crazy mm-hmm. um and it's so so funny ironically because people see me do cold plunges in the middle of winter negative like, 40 like, you're gonna get sick you're gonna get sick uh i don't even know the last time i got sick was um and you know this is a great quote from wim hof uh, are you familiar with? Yeah, yeah of course. Um, he says, uh, "Go to the cold. Don't let the cold come to you." Mm-hmm. And if you just follow that, yeah, speaking solely about like colds, there, um, it's totally yeah. true. But yeah, it's all yeah. Well, I mean, you, you could also replace the words like you know, go go seek your own comfort, and then when it'll come to you, well, you'll be like, okay, you know, like like that's why even sometimes. You know, let's say somebody will get anxious going in a cold plunge. Well, yeah, you you get anxious, you do it. You know, you get you get serotonin, dopamine afterwards. But then, if you put yourself in another situation where it's out of your control, well, you'll be able to you know like control your stress even more. You know, at one hundred percent, because that stress is so high when you're doing it voluntarily. Also, exactly. that you're once you're confronted with a similar exactly. situation mm-hmm. to that degree of stress, your body's able to. Uh, consume digest better receive mm-hmm. it better you're able to mentally break it down and stay composed better exactly. and it's also a question of uh heart rate also i'm huge into things like heart rate okay. hrv resting heart rate uh the crazy thing is uh, what i see often is uh the heart rate variability type approach which is in other words and this is probably like the stupid person explaining it like i'm not a scientist there but it's like oftentimes like if i do the sauna like i'll be in the sauna at a very high high temperature my heart rate i think it could go up to like 180 as if i'm sprinting mm-hmm. when i go in the cold plunge if i like right after in combo with that 
I'll step into the cold plunge like when I'm like at 140 and then maybe three minutes later, my heart rate's at like 40. And just having that drop and that shock to where your your uh, heart and where your body receives this whole shock, it has to kind of, it's, because once your heart rate is low, then you're, 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 you're calmer. Right. You know, if you're sprinting and your heart rate's high, you're more like stressed. It's, it's rolling quicker mm-hmm. up here and your body's going, you know, at a hundred miles per hour. So, um, yeah, a lot of it is like heart rate also, um, and how you're able to like do, let's say this on a cold plunge and then be in a different scenario and have that high to low mm-hmm. opposite and digest it better just because your heart rate is more adapted to like that heart rate variability approach. Um, And that's what I've noticed a lot too. Are you into things like heart rate gadgets? Like I'm wearing a strap. No, 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 not really. No, No. (laughs) never. No, never, never really. No, that's why like even my, my workouts are more like, um, you know, freestyle kind of things, you know, some, some of it will be really intense. Some of it will be more like, you know, like less intense, but, but like more, um, like more volume, I yep. guess. Or yeah, I get it. More so, strength. Yeah, or, more strength of yeah. that there. So I get it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we we were speaking about this before before hopping on, but um, you know, I know, you know, we have brutal winters. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you told me quickly before, like you know, you would be open to even like moving. Let's say you know, out of out of the province. Yeah. Is it a question of also like temperature and and the weather that we have access to maybe things that you could like not do so much in the winter? And I know you train like sometimes in the winter. From what I saw up there, you had like a setup yeah, in, in the, your backyard, yeah, yeah. which I love. Um, so like not having, I guess that like nice weather in the winter time and we have brutal winters here. Mm-hmm. Um, is that more of sometimes a motivation to be like, man, I wish I lived somewhere else in the winter. Or? It's not, not really the winter. Well, I, I don't, I'm not a winter guy. I don't do winter sports. You know, I don't you know, play hockey like you or whatever. Like there's no reason. There's no reason to... for me to be in winter, mm-hmm. but also it's more the aspect of, of I feel like in, in like a hotter place, climate place, climate yeah. place it's, it's technically healthier because you always have access to the sun and you always have access to like, you know, like, I don't know, fresh fruit on trees, stuff, you know, stuff like that, you know, yeah. more like uh, nature and here in the winter, you're kind of like, it's not that, no, it's not, not, that. At all. not at all. <laughs> and yeah, there's pros and cons to a lot of different places too, but I, I, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Like I was doing a breakdown like recently of like on five years, like here, you know, here where I live here, like the winter season is like six months mm-hmm. seven months and then i was like kind of tallying up those amount of months on a five-year basis and i'm like that's like years of my life in the winter yeah. um scene mm-hmm. and i was like yeah i want to leave during the winter and go somewhere else <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh i've you know all of our lives 29 years pretty much uh the winter winter um question that i ask uh, a lot of people and i don't know if you watched some episodes or saw some certain segments but um <laughs> did you did, did you see any uh segments of certain episodes or of what of the podcast of yeah, of, yeah i have yeah, yeah okay have. okay so uh i asked this i think it was the second episode that i did and i'm like well that's a pretty cool question because i learned to discover where this person's at mentally in terms of just their structure and their interests Mm -hmm. living or dead if i were to give you three vip tickets 
for you to invite. I saw it. <laughs> I saw uh, it. So you're prepped probably. So, and you have these VIP tickets that you send to these three people to have over at a VIP dinner. Who are these three people? It's a, it's a tough question though, to be honest. Hmm. And the thing is, I, I, I try like, I don't endorse like, people like celebrities same i'm not i, I don't like oh my god you know like you're not like oh my yeah i don't really don't so it's really hard for me to 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 pick family athletes yeah uh, definitely like who are those three people at that dinner and you it's an invite vip you know they're coming living or dead who are those three people that that you're inviting my grandma passed away like a month ago oh shit sorry to hear that oh good um i'd probably go with um uh, i'd probably go with nf the guy on my, on my hoodie here yeah speaking of mic yeah, yeah the, the guy in your guy hoodie, hoodie nf yeah nf okay you know him yes and he, for people who don't know who this is quickly a, yeah he's a he's a he's a rapper basically Artist, yeah, rapper yeah and uh, yeah, I just love his music. I connect to his music so much. And really, I love his like journey also. Like if you really follow his journey from the beginning, he he's like growing as a person. Yeah, and that really like relates. Wow, I love that you connect well with him. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. Yeah. He's the only, like he's the only person I actually went to see him at his concert like not even a month ago at Place Bell in Laval. Wow. He's the only person I would like pay to go see like as a concert. You know, that's that's yeah. it. So your grandmother, mm -hmm. who recently passed away. NF, which is an artist rapper. Yep. <laughs> like, and and it's hard because you know I I I only say three, and that's an odd number because you're like I don't want to leave anyone out. It's not like an an, an even number of like mm -hmm. four, like a pair, um, and you know at the same time like like I told the last guys that I had asked, um, or that even asked me, I was like. I might have a different response in a week. I might have a different Ex reply exactly, in, a, exactly. in a response in a month, all depending on how I feel, where I'm at mentally, how I'm mm -hmm. you know feeling and, and all that. And I'm like, at the same time, the way, um, the way I kind of broke it down too, I was like, I was thinking of it exactly like a team. I was like, these people are not like in a room having dinner with me you know it's not like you're it's not like this number person number one is in a room that which is not talking to this mm -hmm. second person yeah, exactly. and third person i was like i need to build a team too so that the conversations could be have a good chemistry a mm -hmm. good vibe um so yeah who's that third person honestly it would probably uh, somebody someone like like more like spiritual but like it's hard to to pinpoint exactly who but um, this is the one guy on TikTok that I really like enjoy his content. And he's like, he's very spiritual. He's, he's very into fasting. You know, he, he has a lot expense. of. <laughs> 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 like, he has a lot of like insight on stuff. And he makes like joking kind of videos, especially about nutrition and stuff. Like, like um, he, he, he doesn't touch like junk food whatsoever. And, and for me, that, that fascinates me because, because it's like, not that I aspire to be that, but it's it's also it's it's really like, man, he's like very strong mentally, basically. Mm -hmm. You know, like he doesn't give in to any of these cravings. Well, he he calls it like sludge food, like you know, all I these candies and chocolates and stuff. Yeah, that... yeah. So like, so like, 
you know, it looks and tastes good, but like that's pretty much all it does. Like, you know, it doesn't. Feel, you never feel great after consuming. You never consuming. feel great. It doesn't, you know. Maybe I would have him on as a. Do you know his name? Yeah, Joshua Daniels. Joshua Daniels. So yeah. your grandmother, NF, and Joshua Daniels yeah. are. It'll be a really weird conversation. <laughs> That's what, what I mean. What a conversation <laughs> that would be, yeah, huh? And a dinner too yeah. on top of it. Private little concert by NF. Huh? <laughs> right? <laughs> and you're cooking the dinner. Exactly. There, we'll do that. A exactly. uh, good, uh, good dinner with some steak on yeah. there. So My grandma are... will be cooking though. Is the best, oh, yeah. The best Can't miss food. that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. So yeah, that's it. And um... <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. That's a tough question. Tough question. It is. It is tough. It is tough because, like, this is a state you're in right now with the how you're feeling, and that's how you would respond. Exactly. And it's always interesting for me with the episodes that I've done so far and the people that I've asked so far to see what they would r- respond mm-hmm. and which people they would pick. Like, if you were to pick, you know, three athletes, I kind of get an idea of who this person is. Mm-hmm. Three hockey players, I kind of get he's probably a hockey player or mm-hmm. loves hockey. But then, you know, these three people, they're so opposite to one yeah, another exactly. i'm like oh, what, what's the reason behind that like for me that that's super interesting um and you know you put a family member in there that was probably a huge part of your household and your family and mm-hmm. a good staple in there so i love that um and it just goes to show like not as necessarily who vince is but it just gives me a another great perspective on exactly. like he chose those three people that's interesting mm-hmm. and then right before mentioning nf or even me asking you the question, you were saying like, I don't really like, you know, look necessarily up to people and like, oh my mm-hmm. God, he's in front of me or, but then you're, you're mentioning an artist and a, and a rapper and you paid money to go see yeah, him. So exactly. it, it, that's funny. That's mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that, you know, you chose those three people and, you know, like I said, maybe within, a, a, you know, a month from now, It'll be different. Maybe. Might be different yeah, just because of the state that you'll be in. Mm-hmm. And that's what I find interesting. And uh, that question kind of popped out in my mind was <laughs> when I was in the shower just, you know, a couple episodes ago. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And, you know, again, it gives a perspective on where this person's mm-hmm. at, why they're picking them. And I imagine that third person, uh, Josh Daniel, Joshua Daniel. Yeah, Joshua. Joshua Daniels. It's also a question of like... I guess learning a lot from him exactly. and noticing exactly. his structure and exactly. where his patterns are and how he's doing this and why, mm. you know, just his, his mental fortitude of a lot of things. So exactly. that's interesting. Yeah. What a dinner that would be. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, are you currently coaching anyone? Do you do any type of online coaching? Have you ever tried to dive into more of, uh, I guess, the social media part of it to bring your, I guess, sport and what you love to do more on the, you know, on the social mm-hmm. media front of things. Did you, did you think of things? Like well, that? I'm actually right now I'm coaching at um, a gym called Voltizone. Shout out Voltizone. <laughs> yeah, we'll put the, um, we'll put all your links yeah, and of course, we'll of say it later. We'll put all that so, in, the, um, in the captions. Yeah, I'm, I'm coaching uh, calisthenics right now at Voltizone and also Ninja Warrior. It's a. It's primarily a Ninja Warrior gym, but they hired me to give certain calisthenics courses. Really? So yeah, I'm coaching calisthenics, and it's very, very similar to Ninja Warrior. So uh, you know, they 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 taught me the techniques and all that. So I'm coaching that as well. Um, I've had. Uh, I don't currently have any clients, but I've had clients in the past. 
like private clients yep. just that you know that i was living pretty far so people were like hesitant to come all the way that makes sense down there to train uh yeah and but i'm looking to uh, to start full-time coaching uh, very very soon there i'm also doing my um there's like a calisthenic uh formation like worldwide i'm almost done now in like in a month or so i should be done wow. yeah it's like a six-month progress about uh Really? Yeah, with uh, several modules. They, it's all done online. They send you like, uh, you know, uh, whole PDFs with uh, information and you... Uh, Is it well done? Yeah, it's very well done. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And then they, you know, you have exams to do like uh, written exams and also uh, um, like practical like uh, video exams, you know, mm. showing different exercises, co different, you know, coaching styles and all that. Yeah. So I'm almost done that. So I'll be like technically certified to coach calisthenics. Wow. Yeah. And I imagine the, the person or the company behind this course mm -hmm. or this certification is pretty well known yeah of course yeah they're like the biggest company of uh basically calisthenics in in the world right now they wow. organize competitions and all that so wow yeah already it's a very small sport it's, it's easy to like pinpoint you know who's uh, who's what what's what exactly. who's credible who's exactly. not like yeah. who's bullshitting in a way yeah. and who's not who's actually good um so you know what's what? What do you see in terms of your sport, where you're at, what you're doing in terms of just your your lifestyle, your routine? Um, what what do you see? Uh, I guess forty year old vids, or I don't know, just in question. the future. No, yeah, for sure. Right now, I feel like I'm, you know, even though I feel like I started late, which I hate saying, but I feel like I I, I did. I feel like right now I'm in like competition mode. Mm. That makes sense, you know. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm looking to maybe the next like three years to really like bang out a bunch of competitions and really like you know like get my name out there i guess even like worldwide and stuff and uh, you know after that it'll probably continue the coaching as i'm, I'm going to be doing throughout the years and you know i always want to stay like in in shape like i see like five, like 80 year olds doing calisthenics on instagram like crazy things i'm like well that's me <laughs> you know and um Bro, even even like older people doing like triathlons and stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that's that's crazy. So that's, impressed by yeah. that. But you see, like for me, that the main goal at the beginning was to, you know, I, I got passionate from calisthenics, so I want to like throw that passion on other people. If that makes sense. That totally makes sense. You know, so like like I, I want people to feel what I felt. I want people to 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 you know gain that confidence, that discipline that I I got when I started. You know, yeah. So so like. When I coach or when I like, you know, just even teach people for fun how to do certain moves, like, like you, people see it like that. Nah, I'm like, you're passionate about it, but it's because like, yeah, you, like I was telling, like we were quickly speaking before, um, off, you know, recording, I still think like you do so well on like social media and primarily because of what you just said, it's, it would be super authentic. People would know that it's like, you kind of started this because it was just something that you fell in love with. Mm -hmm. This is your sport. So it's not like you started like, you know, I'm going to go get a certification to coach people and try to make exactly, money off of exactly. it. It's a totally started different a passion, which turned in 100% people feel that people know that, mm -hmm. uh, which is another big reason why I think you would do great, even better than what you're doing now on social media mm -hmm. um, and get your name out there. Uh, just because people, you know, vibe with that a lot. And just that feeling, like you're saying, like if you're helping someone, whether it's free, whether it's paid, like just that energy exactly. that they get, energy that exchange, you get, yeah. the energy exchange is exactly. so high. Mm -hmm. And um, 
you know, we know the root of everything and how everything started. We know it's, it started because like you were training a certain way. You didn't like that way. You got introduced to this and you're like, wow, this is it. Exactly. This is my sport. Mm-hmm. And which is cool because it's not just like training. It's just, it's, it's a sport, you know, you have to uh, be in a mindset and in the shoes of like an athlete. Mm-hmm. I love that. But that, it, could, it could also just be a training. That's the fun part. 100%. Yeah. But the way you're doing it yeah. is like, you know, I'm an athlete. The mm-hmm. athlete mindset, the championship mindset. Exactly. That, that whole like approach when you're going to bed, my sleep, what I'm eating, what I'm consuming, how I'm resting, what I'm consuming in terms of entertainment. Uh, yeah. That's all like athletic mm-hmm. championship mindset patterns. It all goes to the same place, right? all goes to the same place. Yeah. Um, so I find it really cool. And um to finish off, where could people find you in terms of like social media, even, you know, the, the coaching uh, place that, that you're Well, uh, on Instagram, Vinny Calisthenics, same thing for TikTok. Um, so the gym is called Volti Zone. It's in Mascouche. Yep. There's another gym opening in Laval. Yep. Same uh, same name, Volti Zone. Uh, I'll be coaching at both. And uh, yeah, I can do uh, private, online, or nice, at online. the gym. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Cool. So um, for anyone listening and watching, all of uh, Vince's stuff is going to be in the captions, show notes, so you can take a look at his stuff. It's really cool because, um, like he said, it's such a niche sport and it's very unorthodox for a lot of people who are probably just going to see this for the first time. Yeah. So it's very impressive. And like he said, like the you know, the return of like three, four, five years spent towards a certain exercise that to only last a couple seconds, it's worth the the watch, I'm going to say. Uh, it's Definitely. super impressive. And just to see how the human body can kind of adapt to these mm-hmm. movements, these positionings, these uh, the mind to muscle and even equipment mm-hmm. awareness to everything is very impressive. So, um, yeah, I'm happy. You know, you're willing to come up, drive up, do this. I know it was a first. Uh, I think it flowed well. The conversation was good. I'm happy you came over and um, happy to see you. It's cool how, you know, the circle. It's been a while, man. It's It's been been a while. while. Yeah, yeah. We had a good conversation because, you know, even during school, like we never had a conversation like this. So that's what I find interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think we caught up like almost 15 years of yeah <laughs> content but <laughs> yeah and you know obviously i learned a lot with with just this conversation uh happy to have you here and uh like i said all of vince's stuff is going to be uh in the show notes the the captions so yeah now we're going to go do sauna session sauna and ice bath, Can't wait, sauna and ice bath and, Love it. um yeah thanks for coming and thanks for tuning in everyone that's it